Hey, yo, Flip. Yo. I'm going to put you on some fire, man. They got this new bed wash company. They got the lotion and the, the everything. What's their name? They got a recovery room. It's What's out- the name? Maestro's, Maestro's Classic. G-Money's up front. I'll put, put you, you on, put you on. Man, yeah, I'll put you on the you Maestro's, sure? man. You forgot the way I brought you? You forgot where I brought oh, you up there? Oh, man. You forgot? You forgot man. about Ghost? Right, right. Who is what's his name? Ghost. You know who he cool, man. Ghost <laughs> is cool, man. Yo, make sure you get your Maestro's Classic Bed Care products yes. today at Target, CVS, mm-hmm. or go on maestrosclassic.com and use the promo code QUEENSFLIP to get 10% off. 10%? That's it? I thought, you, I thought it was free if you put your... Are you crazy? All right, all right. Make sure you go there today. Log on. Maestros with an S dot com. I'm from Queens. G Money. Yo. What's up, man? How you doing? What's good? What's up? I feel good, man. How you feeling? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I feel good. He I'm playing. Yo. Yo. For Ultra side, Like, yo. For real, bro. You got people DMing me, laughing at me with their clothing <laughs> lines, bro. Tell them stop. Nah, today I have no sponsors today. We, we, we cool today. Right. What you doing? Like, why you doing I have no that? Sponsor, no sponsors why, why today. You, no why, sponsors why, today. Why, why, why your rise got to be my demise, bro? I, I can't call it, man. You know what I'm saying? They, they making fun of me, bro. At me like, yo, aha. You be all right. <laughs> How you doing, man? How you everything? Cooling, cooling, feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Another show. We got we got like 20 shows lined up oh, now. We have a lot this week. A lot of shows. You know what I'm saying? You, you about to go out of town again? I'm about to go, yeah. I'm about to go away see my father. Shout out to Pops. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm about to go away for a little bit, and, and you know, I'll be back and stuff like that. Um, I'm doing a big skit um, in Queens on Jamaica Avenue mm. soon, so, you know, I'm going to try to get some people out there. Before you leave or after? Yeah, uh, when I get back. You come back? Okay. So, JR's birthday is the 17th. I'm going to do a skit the 18th. Nice. Yeah, 18th or 19th. One of the, I'm, you know, I keep you. I told you about it. Mm. You know, you got these gigs you be doing. Yeah, but you know, sometimes I'm a little busy, man. You know what I'm saying? Holiday season. Yo, what, why you do shit like that? Well, why that? Like, that's cocky, bro. That's it rude. is. But like, playing money role. We talking about money. I just figured, you know. I wish I had sound effects as well. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about today what you did today. You brought somebody in. You were talking about that. Your sister and, and tried to disrespect me. Who tried to disrespect you? And told me you had, it was your sister. I said, I said that. Tell me what happened exactly. Let's go do that. I walked in. I said, you all you walked in. I said, this is this is my assistant. You said, you thought I said sister, and then you wanted to try to do a prank on her. I was talking. I was talking you about talk, you. You talking a little crazy. I was like, Yo, G, why you brought this? Girl? Who's this girl you brought in? <laughs> yeah. You know, but I that's told the you. Problem with black people, they talk low. <clears throat> talk up. Yo. Talk with your chest. Yeah. What's up? That's my assistant. After you told me that, what did I do? Did my energy you change it? Yes, you did. Yeah, you because energy. I thought it was a prank. But shout out to her. what's her name? Can we shout out? Or you want to keep on the low? Nah, she she would. I don't know. If she no. She said no. She said no. She chilling. Remember her name, G. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> What's your name again? Tammy. <laughs> you lying? Shout out to Tammy, man. Shout out to Tammy. Tammy. One time. Shout out to her, man. She she came here very professional, very respectful. Mm. Initially, I thought that someone said that this was my sister and Noman G Money's family, mother and father. I don't want to participate in any type of adultery <laughs> or shenanigans. So I gave her an attitude. Out right, of respect. Right. Appreciate you. Th- he, thank you for that. Yes. Then he repeated my assistant. Then my attitude changed. Initially, she thought I was an a-hole. I saw it on her face. Like, oh, she was shocked. Like, oh. Mm. Man, my, you know, our guest was out there like, yeah, I know. I know. That's that's him. Yeah. <laughs> I guess had I had my back. I heard him. You, you think so? Saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, he, you know, he ready for me today. Mm. I'm excited. I'm excited, man. You look at it. <laughs> he cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we going to see if he cool. We're going to see if he cool or not. 
but everything's all right with you? Everything's good. Everything's good, man. You know, working. Like I said, you know, put a lot of work behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? 2020 is going to be a new year, better year. So, you know, I'm trying to do things the right way. Can we? Let's talk about it. Can we get the, like, she assistant now, man. Like, you know, turn the page. I'm pretty sure, shout out to Space Ghost. I'm pretty sure he turns your page into a brand page. And if he has it, it needs to. You know, just turn the exit young lady, you know what I mean, to uh, We need some uploads on the page. We need some picky eaters. Like, come on, man. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you eating, but I want to see you eat more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you really? Yeah, I do. All right, then. You Let's eat do good, it. though. You eat good, though. I mean, you know. You got a lot of sponsors, bro. Every episode, you got a new outfit. Today, I, I took I, I took a day off today. For you. I took a day off. Next I, episode, I, you know, I, we'll see. You told me on the phone, like, yo, Flip, you got to see what I got coming up next. Yeah. I took a break for you so I can come back strong. <laughs> but everything is good, though. Yeah, but I'm, I'm ready for this next guest. Ready. Um, I'm ready, and uh, I'm excited about this interview. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just coming together as black people. That's how I feel, regardless of what, you know what I mean? I, I respect the people who've been doing it and who's older than me and, and and been doing it for a while and do it with some sort of, you know, have substance and principle, whatever they believe in, you know what I'm saying? That's what I believe in. That's what I respect. I hate you. Before we get into that, G-Money. Yo. Episode one, three, one. Yeah, yeah we, we made, made it. it. People don't like the yeah. What they do you want to say? They don't like it. They don't like the yeah. They don't like the yeah. What's it, Mama? We made it. They want to see the regular, the original. You know, they they they, they used to that, man. I don't know. You want to go back to the original? Uh, we'll see. We'll talk about it. We have a meeting. You know before. what? I, I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna say this before we introduce our guest. When when George Ma- was here, George Monterano. Right? Oh, okay. Got you. I it, it bothered me to say the N word in front of him, bro. I hear you. Is that? Like, you know, like he got locked up, not because he's Caucasian, because he's Caucasian. One. Yeah, pretty much. But also, he got locked up years ago, meaning that he's from that time. Yeah, that's like he's from that. He's from that era. It really bothered me, bro. I'm so, gonna be honest. So should we censor it on certain shows or just leave it? I don't know. But then people are gonna be like, "Why are you doing that for him and not respecting the brothers?" You right. know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things. It's, it's always a. But that ball, I never said that, but that really did. I, I tried I to rush. Think, it. I ain't think about it. that. I ain't think about that. I tried that. to rush right through it, like man. That I makes wish. sense though. Because he, he been like so long. He come from that time where you know, not saying that he was like that. I don't know, but he's from that time where our people was going through stuff like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Old Joseph. That's facts. I ain't think about it like that, but yeah, it makes sense. But we got a special guest. Yes. Entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. YouTube extraordinaire. Huh? Round of applause for my man Sarnetta in the building. Round of applause. Sarnetta. 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 He's nervous. He's nervous. He's nervous. No, I'm not nervous. What's up, man? I mean, I'm 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 good. Everything good. You're not nervous, right? Nah. Comfortable. Nah. Comfortable. We'll never disrespect you. You know, we got respect. Everything cool. Look at the shoes, though. I don't know what I'm walking. I was talking about the shoes earlier. You look smooth, man. How you doing? Peace and black power, man. I'm surprised. You, know. you, look, you look a little nervous. This is though. what we do. Peace and black power, brother. <laughs> no, I'm just waiting to see what you're coming with. That's no, all. No, uh, nah, I'm not nervous. I'm good. I'm just waiting to see what you're coming with. And that's my brother right there, man. Garfield. Let him know who you are, brother. Peace, brother. Dagger Garfield. Squad. 
Peace mm. and one love, man. Dagger Squad in the building. Well, Dagger yes. Squad. Dagger in is something. Yeah, in Jamaica, we know we have different meanings. Yeah, we need Dagger when we talk with Daggers, man. We throw Daggers, brother. When we debating the Hebrews, the Moors, and all these crazy folks out there, we put that work in. A dagger is something that you can't get out of. Like, you know, we throw a dagger at you and you done. Mm-hmm. I mean, my era, we used to call dagger and something else. We used to get behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the stories. We know that. We know that. Right. We know that. We know that. Peace and blessings. Peace and love. Peace and love. So, 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 what brings you to our platform today, man? You know. Well, um, I got a call from a brother. You know, a brother told me. Um, he sent me a um a text and told me, yo, we would love for you to come on down and come on to uh Queens Flip. And when I looked at it, I was like, damn. I looked at it, put the phone down for a minute. Got home and looked at it again, and then I gave the brother a call. And he was like, "Yeah, this is real," you know. So I said, "Okay." No Did you doubt. know um, of our show before that? that of course, hit up? Okay. of course, yes. Every who don't know Queens Flip, man. I mean, you know, yeah, you, you, man. We gotta see. We I gotta... mean, I'm a um, I watch y'all brothers. Mm. I watch y'all, and that's why I said when you first came in, it looked like I, I felt like I knew you. As right, soon right, as you walked that. in the door, I was like, "Damn, it looked like I know this brother." I appreciate that. That's yeah, love. man. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of y'all, man. So. Where you from, son? I'm tuning in. I'm, I'm from Harlem. Uptown. Born, born and raised? Yeah, born and raised in Harlem, uptown. What part of Harlem? Uh, I would say like around 140th, 140th, 137th, 125th, all up and down Harlem. Yeah. Take us through your time in, in Harlem growing up as a kid. You know, take us, you know, through, through your, your uh, that, adolescence. That'll be, be a long, that'll be a long ride, brother. Long ride. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that'll be a long ride. But, um, you know, of course, it started out like, me coming up as a young man, being having um, it's only two of us, mm-hmm. me and my brother, five sisters, my mother by herself, and um, you know, yeah, we just been doing our own thing. I've what been doing p- my own thing, man. Coming up, what was your pops at? Oh, my pops was never around. Never, he from... was nah, he wasn't around. So you never, nah. you never met him. You never. I think I seen my pops when I was about like six years old, and that was it. Mm. All I knew of him was that he was just Dominican. That's it. Mm. I just knew he was a Dominican guy. I went to see him one time in the hospital. He worked in Bellevue. Me, my sisters, and us, and, you know, we all went down there to go see him. Mm-hmm. And um, that was it. I, I can't even tell you who he is to this day. If I was to walk past him, wow. I don't know. I don't even know if he's living right now. Did you, know? did you guys find yourself trying to search for your dad as young? Uh... Mm, nah, because the streets was my dad. I was always hanging out with the older Gs, you right. know what I'm saying? So I got caught up early, in the early age, dealing with the drug game and stuff like that. Mm. So I got caught up out there. I wasn't even thinking about him. Till this day, at one time, I would say I was kind of upset that I didn't, you know, never seen my dad or met my dad. Right. But now, I don't feel that at all. I'm older now, you know right, what I'm right, saying? All power to him. I wish him the best, man. I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for him. Of course. So that's the way I look at it right now. Do you feel that if he was in your, you know, in your life, things would have been different? Yes, of course, I feel that. And I'm glad that it wasn't different <laughs> now that I look at it because this is the best life that I'm living right now. So I believe that if he probably was in my life, I probably would have been some nigger out there worshiping Jesus Christ, worshiping the blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad where I'm at right now, you know, in my life. Hmm. What I'm trying to figure out is that, um, so you're young. Uh, you said it's about, it's, it's, how many sisters you had again? Four sisters. Five. Four. Five. Five sisters. Five sisters. Yeah. How many brothers? One. One brother. So it's, yes. it's, it's so, and all the seven. 
seven of you and all. You have five sisters and one brother. Three of you were seven and all. Right. And what what type of woman was your mom? Like, what if if you could describe her? Like, what type of woman was Mama Love? Um, moms. She was the best. Mm. She made sure she had food on the table for us to eat. You know, taking care of five children by herself. Mm. And moms was a um. She would hang out at that time. I remember as a early as a kid. Moms used to go out and hang out and make sure we have a babysitter in the house. But she made sure we had food to eat. You know, she never left us stranded out there like that. Well, she did the best that she could for um for seven of us. Yeah. Were you a troublemaker as a youth? Like, did you give trouble? You said you were outside in the street. Well, the street. I wasn't a troublemaker. I was more of a money getter. I was all about getting money, man, at a young age because I knew somebody had to step up and do something and be the man of the house and the family. I was taking care of all of my siblings, my brothers, my brother, my sisters, my mother, and, of course, during the dope game, hustling, mm. you know, in these streets. So, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was doing. I had to grow up early, quick. I came up in a, a um, hard life, brother. I had a hard life. So if I had a chance you... to do it over again. Nah, I wouldn't. Mm. Nah, I don't have no regrets. At what age did you realize that you had to really step up as a man, uh, as a young man at the time to, to take over the you know responsibilities? Um, at the age I would say early, like twelve years old, mm. twelve years old, thirteen years old, in and out of in and out of trouble. You know, precinct moms have to come to get me at the precinct, stuff like that. You know, robbing, stealing. Running around doing all kind of crazy stuff. I'm quite sure I'm not the only kid that been doing that. No, no, of you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 um, and you, how did you guys meet real quick before? Um, how did we meet, brother Garfield? Who put you up on me? Um, I was a part of a group, um, the Amara Squad, and uh, we came to you had a you had something called a committee conference, and um, I came up there with the team, and that's where I met you. Or um, on twenty fifth. On, at National Black Theater. Okay. But then we never really officially met as far as greeting each other and anything. But um, um, they had a debate with Polite and Rosenberg, and I was on 125th. Unk was on 125th, and I came to see him, and that's when they gave me the mic, and the rest is history. Oh, okay. I came I there, we met beat up the Rosenberg, dude. Man. Yeah, we met before that, yeah. but that was when we actually, like, you know, start teaming oh, okay. up and doing all type of stuff together. You Real know? quick, who's Rosenberg? Um, it was this um, white Jewish guy, Jew. white yeah, Jewish Jew. guy who had a debate with Brother Polite. Mm -hmm. So yeah. before that, not Peter Rosenberg, right? Rosenberg, right? Not, not that. Yeah, was his name? No, not Peter Rosenberg. Not no, Rosenberg. no, 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 right. no. You were born in Jamaica, yes? Yes, sir. Tell us what it was like growing up in Jamaica. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had a good life, so I didn't grow up in the you know like how most Jamaicans you probably come across. My father was a uh, um, a taxi owner. He owned like 40 yellow cabs. He used to own mm. buses. So he was like a multimillionaire. So I didn't grow up, I didn't have wants, you know. So my mom was a teacher, history teacher. So that's what got me into history and studying and all that stuff. So when I came here, it's funny, we used to run in the same circles, but we never knew each other. You know, he was in the slave theater. Right. He used to run with different people, you know. So when we reflect on different things, so... We probably crossed paths as in walking paths, but we never actually knew each other 
you know, but growing up in Jamaica was fun, man. I went to Wilmer's Boys. It's one of the best schools in Jamaica. And, um, you know, school is school, man. Calvary Prep, Wilmer's Boys, that's it. Then I came here to go to college and got my son's mother pregnant. So I ended up staying here instead of going back home. And here I am. Respect. Hanging out with Sarnetta. <laughs> when did you first learn about him, though? Like, what, what was your first... Um, I was watching a um, video of Brother Polite beating up this Hebrew named Hebrew Perry on 125th. And I'm like, damn, I could do that. I went to school. I learned all this stuff. I could beat these dudes up. Mm. So I never had any hopes of meeting Sonnet. I just liked the videos. Mm. And then when um, you know, I was on Facebook and a couple of people saw me on Facebook, I'm like, yo, this dude know the Bible at like the back of his hand, man. We need to get this dude on our team. And people started recruiting me for their groups and that and then he wasn't Sarnetta was in the mix, you know, and like Sarnetta, you gotta get that guy in your channel. Mm. And here I am. When you met him, was he everything you 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 seen as far as uh, what you seen online in person? Was he the same person as you? <laughs> Sarnetta was Sarnetta is the most chill person in person. You know, he's just always mellow, down to earth dude. He's mm-hmm. just that's just him. So I never really went to him like he's some big superstar. Right, right. And he never treated me like he was a big superstar, although he was popular. He treated me like I was his equal, which was cool. Mm-hmm. That's what made me gravitate. Me and him never had beef yet. We never had an argument, nothing. You said yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. You said yet. Oh, yet. Okay. It's been years, so it ain't yeah. happy yet. So you never know. You know, but no. he's, <laughs> he, he, comes, he comes correct, man. He tells you straight up. He gonna he gonna he gonna be his way. He's he's in his ways, but he's a good dude, man. He's been a good dude to me. To me, right. I don't know about everybody else, but I know to me he's a gotcha. good dude. I'm good with everybody. <laughs> I'm cool with everybody. It's the it's the other people that be having the problem. That's you know right. Always, always. Yeah. Mm. So let's take some steps here. So. Oh damn! So you put put your, 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 your. He took some screenshots. <laughs> yeah. Put on silent. Just turn it off. I'm gonna just turn it off. Go ahead, brother. Let me ask you a question. So, as a as a kid, did you did you finish school and stuff like that? <clears throat> you got to be careful what you say on Queens Flip because people cut take you. Mm-hmm. But nah, no, I haven't finished school though. You didn't finish nah. school? Nah, nah, I went all the way up to the eleventh grade, man. What high like school? Like I said, I couldn't. I mean, I had to make sure I take care of my moms. I had to take care of my family. I ain't had time to be going up in school and finishing no school. We had to put food on the table. Bruh, at my time coming up in the in the 70s, there was times where me and my sister would have to share the same pants, brother. Wow. Jeans. We would have to share the same shoes. Am I going to wear your shoes today? I'm going to wear those sneakers. Like that, stuff like that. We would have to run and make sure we get some breakfast at the goddamn school system. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That's the type of life that we was living, but it was all good for me. I'm looking at it like, yeah, my mom's had to make sure that, you know, that she would wash clean all of our clothes. And like, like I said, I'm the only man in the house at that time. Right. I had a little brother. I had to make sure we had food, everything. Of course, my mother never told me, get out there and get that. Mm-hmm. I was doing it on my own. Mom's looking for me. I'm coming in the house at 12 o'clock at a young age. Mm. At a young age. You know what I'm saying? So who was the first person that you that you came across in the street that kind of like showed you the game or showed you the way to get some money in your pocket? For the um, I mean, of course, there's a brother by the name of Herman. I lived 137th Street. And um, Lenox Avenue. And mm. there was a brother named Herman. Like I said, I was always hanging with the older dudes, older brothers. And, um, you know, I was working and hustling for him. And he showed me the game out there. 
He showed me how to do this, how to cut coke. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How to bag it up, how to put it up, put it in the refrigerator, put it in the right. See, so I'm going all the way back to that, to, to them days. Those was my survival days as a young kid because I ain't had nothing else. That's all I knew how to do at that time, mm-hmm. you know? So Herman taught you about the the, the drug game. Yes, how long I mean, Herman. You, how long were you in the drug game for? Uh, I was in the drug game from, I would say from the 80s mm-hmm. all the way up until 90s. Really? Yeah, from the 80s up until like 93, 90, 94, something like that. Who, who was who was popular back then? Like who was getting it out there? Were you one of those people that was out there like that or you were more... Low key. Bro, I was out there, brother. <laughs> I seen death flash before my eyes many times. Really? You got to understand, I'm talking about in the early 80s, mm. hustling on 116th Street and 8th Avenue. You see what I'm saying? At that time, like, you had to dip and dab because it was out there in the opening. The dope fiends was out there in the opening. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to, like, try to move around and get there. At, I mean, this dope fiends from corner to corner, brother. That's the way it was out there. Mothers getting, mothers being afraid to go outside. You know, it was them days. It was them times I'm talking about. All this other stuff is new. Let me ask you a question. What was your, what's, what was, what's your, your father's Dominican, but what is your mother's background? Uh, African-American. Okay. Yeah. And so you're out there selling drugs. You're in the streets. Mm-hmm. When did you become woke, as people call it? Um. I remember I went to jail. I got caught, went to jail for five years in Clinton Correctional Facility. For? Selling drugs. Come on, sign that up. <laughs> Selling drugs. All right. Um, yes, that was part of it. But I came back home, and then, you know, I got into a little altercation in the street as a young kid. And I don't really like telling these type of stories because I'm not a gangster. I'm not a killer. I was just doing this for survival, you know. My mom's and her boyfriend gets into a fight. Okay. I'm home. I'm living on 128th Street. I'm just coming in the house, and I see them arguing and fighting, and I see the dude hit my mom's. I immediately ran to the kitchen, got a knife, and I hit him. Boom. I gave him a buck across the face. And he was bleeding, and my mom started screaming, and you know how they do. Oh, why you do that? Why you cut him? You know, she started flipping on me after that. Like, why you do that? I'm like, Mom, I can't see no man hitting you. Ain't no man going to be hitting you in front of me. So I gave him the buck. It's it's in my records and all of that. That's what I really went to jail for. You see what I'm saying? And so I picked up cases as I was going back and forth, you know, to jail. So, yeah, I hit him with um, with the knife. I think I cut damn near his ear off. You know, and it, that's what made me go into the max joint. You were trying to skip past that though. You wanted to say, "Oh, drugs." You, you, talk, you thought you were yeah, slick. Yeah, I wasn't going to talk about the cutting, but <laughs> I'm just talking about the drugs. That was definitely um, why I got the five years. It all ran concurrent with the two cases that I had. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you? Did you? Um, did who told the police on you? He did. Uh, y'all might call me a fool for it, but it was me. I told him I did it. I was a young man. I wasn't running. I wasn't going nowhere. Understood. What I look like running out the house, leaving my mom's there with that dude, knowing I just cut him. I don't know what he might do to my mom's. 
You see what I'm saying? So I stood there. Mom's is telling me, get out the house. The police is coming. I'm not going nowhere, Ma. I'm right here. And so I just took that bid for that. What was your jail experience? Was it hard? Did you have a hard time? No, my jail experience, at first, I was afraid. I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect because I heard all of the, the stories. You know, you hear the stories. Don't drop the soap. Be careful. Don't let nobody throw no candy bar on your bed. So, you know, we hear all of the stories. So I was nervous. I was afraid at that time because I'm a young young man. Mm. First time going to jail. I already knew if somebody come at me, I already knew what I had to do. I'm not a gangster. I'm not a killer. I'm not none of that. But I know I got to stand up and fight for mine up in there. And there, that's a whole new world. I heard. You either be, what they say, you either going to get had or you're going to, you know, once somebody do something to you, that's one of the things I heard. You don't never let nobody do nothing to you. Once somebody do it, you fool, you done. The, anyway, the word fool wasn't even out at that time. But I'm saying, that's my man, uh, KK. Shout out to KK. Killer Cam. Killer Cam. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I told you yeah. I'll be watching the joint. You, but Thank yeah, you, man, so, you know, once somebody do something to you, it's a wrap. You done. Mm. You're going to have to be fighting all the time. So, yeah, man, um, after that, I think I had about two fights in there, and that was it. Two fights. Two, two um, crazy fights, too, you know, that let me in the box for like six months. So when did you become woke? Like, how did, how did that happen? Okay, I'm skipping over it. Let me go back okay. to Rackers Island. Okay, cool. Remember when Minister Farrakhan was on uh, WBLS? Right. Mm -hmm. Farrakhan was on WBLS every Sunday morning. Morning, at 7 to 8. Mm -hmm. And I used to listen to him on Raggers Island. That's where they would sell you the, um, the Walkman and you walking around for $10. You got the Walkman in your ears. And everybody was listening to rap. I was listening to the minister every Sunday morning on WBLS. And so I'm already prepared to go upstate now because all I hear is Farrakhan, the white man is the devil. The white man is the devil. Do for self. Do for yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm hearing the teachings. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, damn, the white man is the devil? Next thing you know, I get sentenced. I go upstate. Okay. I meet a brother by the name of Brother Shabazz. Brother Shabazz is my enlightener. He's the one that enlightened me, you know? What, what made him enlighten you? What did he tell you to make you? Well, I guess um, he must have seen something. He probably been trying to enlighten a lot of brothers, which he was. But um, I would never go outside in the yard because I was fresh. I was new. I would stay in my uh, cell. And he would come by and see me every day in my cell. Never talk to me. He'd just walk by. i go to chow. i go to lunch. And then i just go in my cell and just sit back. Because you know me. I'm a young man. I'm in love. I'm thinking about my goddamn wife. I'm think Not my wife at the time. I'm thinking about my girl. I'm like, damn, these niggas out there with my girl. Who the fuck? You know, so I'm in here. I'm depressed. Understood. I'm sitting up in here. I'm depressed. I'm like, damn, I got to get out of here. You know? And so the brother came by one day and threw the book on my, on my bed. Message to the black man. Mm. I picked up the book and I threw the book. Pow! Threw it out of there. Get that out of here. What you throwing that on my bed for? You know, so now I'm putting on the tough guy act. Like, nigga, don't throw nothing on my bed, nigga, because I know how people say, don't let nobody throw candy bars and all that stuff. Don't let nobody give you nothing. Get your own. Do for self. And so I didn't know where it was coming from. So the brother came and approached me about maybe three days later 
and said, yo, my brother, I'm, I'm, we, on, we on the chow line. Yo, my brother, did you ever get a chance to read the book? Like, nah, man, I don't know who is that. I don't know nothing about that right there, brother. And we just talking. And so he said, brother, you need to find out who you are. The same story that Malcolm X went through, by no means am I saying I'm Malcolm X. I'm not saying that. <laughs> Let me just <laughs> say that Put now. I'm not saying I'm no Malcolm X. But I understand now what Malcolm went through. Mm -hmm. I went through them that are similar to the same thing. Mm -hmm. Studying, doing research on the information. And so that's how I got into the knowledge and the information. When it was time for me to go home, now mind you, we all up in the penitentiary you got the nation of gods and earths. I don't. It wasn't no bloods yet. It wasn't no crips yet. I think it was the Nenyentas was out there. They was there deep, but it wasn't no bloods and crips and all of that when I was in there. You had to really fight. You had to know how to fight in jail. They wasn't doing all the cutting stuff. You see what I'm saying? You had to have a fist game. Brothers would go in the back in the bathroom, and you would have to knuckle up. Yo, what you want to do for them sneakers? What size is those? Those are your size. You see, that's what was going on at that time. It wasn't no cutting nobody and, you know, giving people buck fifties. They was giving people the fair one. Brothers was getting the fair ones at that time, mm. you know. Only if you really deserve to get, like, really, like, stabbed or hit. Like, say you went up in there and you raped a kid or you molested somebody. Or it's over. It's over for you. Negroes getting hit in the head with mop ringers. I seen people dying over mm. snicker bars. I'm just happy that I never went to the prison where Mother Dear was at. I heard so much about Mother Dear. I was like, damn, that's, that's, that was in my mind. I was like, oh, shit, Mother Dear. Because I heard the stories of Mother Dear would knock a nigga out, and he would take their booty. He was the booty bandit, Mother Dear. And so I was like, damn, man, I hope I don't get to meet this nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not no Mother Dear. I have to be, I'm going to be a dead nigga today. For real, I'm not doing none of that. Y'all, y'all got to kill me, bro. You know mm. what I'm saying? There ain't gonna be nobody play thing up in here. I'd rather just y'all just gonna have to Take kill me out. fighting, right? So you get out of prison, mm -hmm. and then what, what happens next? I get out of prison. The first person I wanted to see, I come home in '95. Okay, I come home in '95. I went straight to the mosque, straight to mosque number seven, where Dr. Khalid Abdul-Muhammad was at. There we go, yeah, that's, that, that, that's the next question. The only thing that really got me is that when I got home, Khalid was leaving the mosque on mosque number seven. That's when he had got- Controversy with Keaton College. No, no, not no. suspended. That's when he was, um, I think Farrakhan switched ministers, where Minister Conrad Muhammad was the minister of Mars Number Seven now? And he was national spokesman. Yeah, he took that. over. He was the spokesman for that uh, Mars Number Seven. So let's. <clears throat> and a lot of people may be like, "Coin flip, come on." Let's take our time here. Yeah, you know how I do it. I need to know every single detail. So first and foremost, what was Mars Number Seven? Mars Number Seven was one of the most famous Marses that um, you know, all of the um. The Harlem ministers went through Malcolm mm -hmm. X, you know what I'm saying? Minister Farrakhan, um, Minister Farrakhan mm -hmm. Ben Shavers, mm -hmm. you know the most powerful ministers in Harlem. You, that's the most famous mosque that everybody know of. Mosque Number Seven, you know. 
and let me ask you a question. I Khalid Muhammad. Yes, go ahead, brother. I, I want you to be as honest as you can about mm-hmm. this situation. Do you? This is, we're going to rear off and come right back to uh, Dr. Uh, Khalid Muhammad because I want to know. I heard that you were security for him or something to that effect, and I want to know. But do you feel what the Nation of Islam did to... Do you feel that the Nation of Islam has something to do with Malcolm X's death? That's number one. Let's get that out of the way. Well, um... Farrakhan told you himself that, um, you know, he created the atmosphere. He created the scene for all of that to go down, you know. Farrakhan himself said, what business is it of yours that we deal with a traitor that's in our, you know, so, so, something well, like that. Well, I, 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 I would say it this way. When you, when you, when you look at the interviews by um, Ilyasa Shabazz, who is the daughter, she basically said that the Nation of Islam wasn't involved in her research. I would leave it with her. You know, she's the daughter of Malcolm X. She don't feel they were directly involved. She said who right. was involved. And I'll just leave it right there. Wait, hold on. His daughter? Ilyasa Shabazz. Which, and, and that's not the one that did the interview with Minister Farrakhan and the other guy that said no, that? No, no, no. That was um, the oldest one. We're talking about Ilyasa Shabazz. She did an interview with Vlad TV, and she broke so down what, the whole. So she's the youngest one? Um, I don't think she's the, I'm not sure she's the youngest. Um, let's, let's slow down here. Let me, let me put down my, put this down real quick. Hold on. Uh-oh. So, you mean to tell me that Malcolm X's oldest daughter, who might have been old enough to see what's going on, who might have heard the conversations, who might have watched what was going on, mm-hmm. wanted to sit down with Minister Farrakhan and accused him or saying that he was involved in it, but you guys said that his other daughter, who might have been much younger than the oldest one, said that I don't think by doing some research that the Nation of Islam had anything to do with it. So then why would Minister Farrakhan, and I love him, I love him, let's not take it, he's, he's official, <laughs> but why would he say it's not your business how we deal with a traitor if we did, if, if, if he had nothing to do with it? You know, ego, ego. Talk, who is the audience too. Ego audience is a hell of a thing. Mm-hmm. Ego, mm-hmm. you gotta just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. You somebody of a certain stature, ego will lead you to say a lot of things. Why, if he had nothing to do with it, why he didn't stick to his story? I mean, we had nothing to do with. Well, Brother I, Malcolm, I, I never said he didn't have anything. Hey, I know you did. I'm talking to this man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm you were talking about I'm his daughter saying, on Vlad I'm TV. Saying, well, no. Nah, well, 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 let's look at it though. If if you look at it this way. Who had the power in the nation of Islam at the time? It was Elijah Muhammad, and then you had his inner circle. His inner circle um, had a lot to do with whatever. If you look into the deeps of the depth of the um, the whole assassination thing and the stories and the files, there's a lot of books out there on it. There's a lot of information from the feds. And we still don't have the whole um, FBI reports and everything. Because you remember, that's one of the things that the family is calling for. We want to see the whole thing because they tapped lines. They tapped Minister Farrakhan's line. They tapped Elijah Muhammad. Mm-hmm. They were sending letters to Elijah Muhammad from Malcolm X forging letters, you know, back and forth okay. between them. So there's a lot of things that played a role in, in Malcolm being killed because obviously the FBI wanted to have a, the black community warring with each other. An internal so, war. Yeah, yeah so with Malcolm, with Malcolm being killed, Kill two birds with one stone. I would say a yard. Kill mm-hmm. two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. So when they killed Malcolm, they thought it would end. But then when they had the Nation of Islam at Savior's Day, his two brothers, Philbert and the other one, came up and said Malcolm was a, what, what did they say? Malcolm was a hypocrite or whatever. Yeah. His own flesh and blood. 
came out and said that at this right after he died a couple of days later and i'm like wow this is this is blood flesh and blood saying that malcolm was wrong and i'm saying to myself sometimes some business you just need to stay out of because i don't know i don't really know but from what i've seen mm -hmm. and who pulled the trigger and everything that talmage Haya confessed to the guys that went to jail weren't involved but he did name guys who were a part of the um the nation of islam so so hold on, Sandra. Let me ask you a question. So there's a rumor saying that the shots came down. Somebody was Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory yeah, came out with that. That's the piece of Dick Gregory. Mm -hmm. the, the shots came down off a balcony, and shot Malcolm X. So we cannot go. No, I think you're saying that's for King. You got no, no, no. For, for Malcolm X, Dick Gregory did come out and say that. Yeah, he did come out and say for, that. Um, it's for Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, said that. Okay. My, my so. thing is, so we cannot base it on. We can't watch Malcolm X the movie. So we can't watch right. that. Oh, no, nah, you can't watch that and think you can get the history. <laughs> no, actually, actually, the movie the movie actually was pretty pretty close to his autobiography. Yeah, it was about all his right, life. but no, nah, you can't and watch as that and think you get in the real history. That's Hollywood, brother. Come on, man. <laughs> well, Malcolm I, never ran to the bathroom in the toilet and stuck his head in the toilet and tried to get the uh, conk I, I, out. Listen, listen, they got a book out saying right now with Manny Marble that said that Malcolm X was, was actually battling homosexuality. So what people say? No, yeah, no, no, that's yeah. real. No, so there is Manny, a look out. Like, no, we not, we don't say, we Manny, don't say that. You sent to the corner. Flip, flip. No, flip. flip. No, flip. Listen. No, he's not. He's not saying that. That's what happened. We disagree. No, listen. We disagree with that, bro. No, bro. We don't agree with it. We're telling you what these what they tried to come out and say. <laughs> yeah, they came out and tried to. Yeah, that's no, but that's what they tried to do. They wrote a book on that, trying really? to say that Malcolm was a homosexual. Yeah. We don't. We we Manning, don't agree Manning with that. Marble. Yeah, Manning Marble is a historian. A He's a historian that deals with Malcolm X. Manning but you know, this is what they Marble. do. They always try to change but, up our stuff, change up, change man. Up when someone is gone, yeah, yeah. Manning but we Marble. don't say that. We don't. I don't well, believe I don't that, that for a minute. But I'm just saying. What's that doing book. anything though? Like, why, why, why would they throw it in the mix? Like, what, what's because gonna... they interviewed people who knew him when he wasn't yeah. a part of the Nation of Islam, and they got to And he was doing living a certain lifestyle. I don't know if he did that. Destroy his name. Yeah, destroy his name. So, so, so personal opinions. Mm -hmm. let's, 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 let's speak. Cool. We, 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 spoke, we spoke objectively. Let's speak subjectively now. Yeah. Feeling-wise, so I'm going to start with you. Do you feel that, and I asked you this earlier, that the Nation of Islam has something to do with Malcolm X's death? Hell yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I felt that. And if they did, mm -hmm. in your opinion, then I'm going to go to you, do you feel that they were warranted, it was warranted to take that man's life? I mean, yes. I mean, listen, it's my feelings. It's my feelings. I'm just saying, yes, hell yeah. He's about to fall I'm, out. <laughs> what you talking about? To kill Malcolm, bro? Listen for a minute. Check this out. You have the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, right? Here's a man who the community, who the people loved, who they revered, who they honored for Elijah saving their life. Elijah took him off a of dope. Elijah took him from out of jail. Meanwhile, he was doing that. The churches was closing their doors on him. What if you met somebody that saved your life, right? You would do anything to protect that man. Now, I'm, sorry, now I'm not saying Elijah Muhammad told him to go out and do it, but you got people who loved Elijah, and you also got people, let's deal with reality, that hated Malcolm. So put the two and two together. Did they love Elijah or did they love 
the picture that Malcolm painted of Elijah. No, they loved Elijah Muhammad. Really? Yeah, Elijah Muhammad was the man. He was he the was one. He was the man. We ain't gonna take it from him. He was fire. Yeah. You don't, you don't, got don't, no, don't, you don't, don't have no Malcolm without Elijah Muhammad. I agree 100%. You don't have no Father Allah, Minister Clarence 13X, without no, the Muhammad. Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Understood, boy. You don't have Khalid Muhammad without you have, him. You don't have Farrakhan without him. Oh, let's slow down, though. But <laughs> Malcolm yeah. X put the Nation of Islam on a higher pedestal, in my opinion, as a young man looking into it. Yes, he did. You know what I'm saying Elijah Muhammad talked about a guy named Farad, right? Yeah, I know about that, right? Yes. We have no proof of the Farad. We, 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 if you look at proof, if Ma you look at Malcolm said he saw look, Farad when he was in yeah, jail. Yeah, Malcolm. Yeah, we rest in peace, Malcolm. You believe we, we, that? Not, you believe let's, that? Let's not get into you Malcolm. You know what's right funny? Now. I dealt with that yesterday, the day before yesterday. What you talking about? Oh, you took your jacket off? Yeah, yeah, oh, he had to take it off. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> even see that. No, what you saying? I dealt with that the, the day they before, have, and like, the, the I said the same thing you saying right there. Really? Yeah. Stop playing. I, I go to your channel right now and look at it, man. No, nah, I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, I said it. You said it? Yeah, I said that. Farad, if you let's get technical, they said that the guy Farad, the FBI documents, because now a lot of people don't want to listen to the FBI documents. The FBI documents are, if you listen to some people, they say it's, it's, it's forged. But apparently, according to the FBI, that Farad might have been a, a Middle Eastern or Caucasian man, and he might have been a scammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we heard all of that. We heard all okay, the stories. Right? Yeah, so, we heard all of the stories. So, so you, you have proof that, so you do believe he's a real person then? Because you just said I earlier. don't know if he's a real person. Yeah, he's I, a real person. Yeah. He's a real person. I don't know if he, okay, you, in your opinion he is, yes? Not, a, not opinion, because you base your opinion off stated facts. We weren't there, so the, it's a very high probability he is definitely a real person. Based off of what? Based off of the FBI alone. Based I, I, off I, okay. based off a of testimony, because remember you have, um, you put the video up with Rob Bond when he talked about the sister that was the secretary of Elijah who knew Fard. There's people who recorded. There's, I mean, come on. I was in the nation too. I mean, I'm telling you. Let me say something real quick. Listen. I do, I do, I do believe. Let me, let me apologize to you. I right. do believe he's a real person. person. Do I, okay. Do I believe? That he's God in person? Not, I don't believe that at all. Right. And I don't believe that he had the intentions. I, don't, I, I think that, fuck it. I think he made up the teaching, man. <laughs> I think he added smoke, smoke and mirrors. Mm -hmm. I think he was smoking mirrors with Farad. You ain't, ain't get no argument there, but I, think I do. Smoke and mirrors. But I do, I do. I honor Elijah Muhammad, being the genius that he is. You know, did his, heard him. Oh, okay, and took pieces, and did his research, and boom. That's what I think. Let's get, let's get, let's get down to the bottom. But remember, remember though, when Elijah in the beginning went after Master Farad Muhammad disappeared in the early '30s. Remember. Some of the teachings, Elijah changed them. Yes. And whatever. So he started calling him God in person when I don't think he was called that originally. So that's what happened. They had an so internal God, so conflict. So you're familiar that there was supposed to have been two of them, though, right? Farad Muhammad. The Moors say that you could find Farad Muhammad in the picture with Noble Drew Ali. That's what some of them say. I don't mm -hmm. know. Have you ever heard that? The most famous picture where you see all the moors on the brownstone? Right, 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 right. You, right, you right, never right. heard that? Yeah, actually, yeah. yes, because they're that saying that he, he, learned, he learned from um, Nova Jolly. But you know what? Remember, I don't know remember, how true remember that is, though, but that's what they say. Remember, though, the Japanese and a lot of people from the ancient Near East came over and they influenced a lot of things. So they had a bunch of organizations with... You know, deal with it, deal with this Asiatic black man stuff. So the Noble Jualis, mm -hmm. you know, the, the Nation of Islam and different people. 
So there was a bunch of different people teaching that anyway. But you know what the FBI research about Wallace fraud is that he was a, a scammer. Of course. What yeah. do you expect them to say? He was peddling silk and going house to house and teaching people different things. The Asiatic black man and all that stuff. Okay, so, and he just disappeared. So that nobody know where he went. So you talk about this research that Malcolm X's daughter did. Shout out to her. But <laughs> you talk about this, this this research she did. Why nobody did research on him? Where, where is he? Where, 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 what's about his family? The there's FBI, a, there's, a, the book, FBI there's got, a There's a couple of writings on him. There's a couple and where of did he go? What did there's he say a couple of, there's a couple of writings on him that I think he went to California or somewhere else, but he was arrested in the sixties or fifties. I and, saw that. And then some other things. But I mean, they knew where he was. The FBI knew where it was. The whole issue is um he claimed something. When a man claims he's God, the FBI gonna listen. Well, let know me, why let you me say, say this though, Garfield. But hold on, hold on. Okay. One more one more thing though, to go back to what you said about Malcolm X. And his death and everything. Something you wanted to get into, but you switched subjects. No, I'm let me, let, that, let, me do, let me just say this carefully. Remember, the Nation of Islam was never upset with Malcolm X in the beginning when he left. Just like Father Allah left. Why didn't they kill Father Allah? It wasn't about him teaching and changing the teachings. It's because Malcolm went on the TV and said that Elijah Muhammad slept with his teenage secretaries. And he knew it wasn't true. That's why... The people were mad with him. Wait, hold up, hold. That's up. why we go get. Wait, wait, we go get to that. I, I, That's I why I can't go back and forth with y'all because no, I'm I just heard telling it was you. True. So now you say he knew. No, it was true. no, I, no. Malcolm, if you look at because remember, even Ali Muhammad did a whole yeah, exposition. Come on, on come, come on, son, that Let's man. break it down. Let's break it down. <laughs> Let's break Yo, it down. He's speaking to Garfield. Let's Garfield break it down. Talking. Let's break it down for yeah. a minute. Let's break it down for a minute. Man, do this. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Yeah. Let's break it down. These girls in interviews, man. Stop. Hold on a second. Remember, they all came out with. Uh, Minister Farrakhan in 1992 at Savior's Day, and they testified and everything, and they weren't underage when you check the ages. You see, they had birth certificates of the females and everything. Now, when you say that, you said they weren't underage? They weren't underage. No, listen, Garfield, at that time, you got to understand, Dearlin, in the 50s I know, and the 60s, I know, I know. there was no, no age limit, like, under... Right, what right, limit right, was it? See, no, so no, no, he no, no, wasn't no, no, underage. No, 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 no. But they because at that time... But, but, damn, hold on, hold on. Damn near... I would say the whole community was doing that at that time, brother. No, no, no. That's not the issue. The Go issue ahead. that it Ali, is the, the issue, the issue. It hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not, I'm not going to deflate, brother. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. The issue was he slept with teenage secretaries, right? Yes. What would be proof that he didn't sleep with teenage secretaries? Malcolm X was the proof. All right. So now you're being religious right now because now you're going to take Malcolm X's word is bond, right? He was there. All right. Now, when we go back into the records and look at their birth papers, we could check the ages of the women, what they were when they were messing with Elijah Muhammad. Yo, you're wild, bro. Yo. Go on Sonata's channel and you Sonata see. Listen, 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 that, listen, go, listen, go, go listen, go listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Ali Muhammad, as much as me and Ali Muhammad don't get along, mm -hmm. he did an expose showing the primary sources mm -hmm. of these females and their birth records. If the birth records say they weren't teenagers, I have to go with the evidence. I can't go with somebody's word. Any man can say anything. But Malcolm X knew what he was doing when he said teenage secretaries because he was trying to take members from the nation to leave the nation and join him. It's all, because this is what you do. If somebody's on top, a rapper is on top, and you're trying to get big, you're trying to get a hype, Drake's on top, I'm going to make a track about Drake. Mm -hmm. 
in Jamaica, when Beanie Man was on top, Bounty Killer went and got him. When Bounty Killer's on top, Beanie Man calls him name. We know how it go in Jamaica. That's what you do. You call the person's name who's on top. A female rapper coming up, she's going to call Megan Thee Stallion or Nicki Minaj name. Just to get a hype. Yo, you heard this this track? Malcolm X, smart guy. Elijah Muhammad, he went to the white man who we called the devil for years and said, hey, he was sleeping with teenage secretaries. That's what made all the members mad with Malcolm. So at any point, that is true. anyone That's could have killed him. That's what made them all mad. That is true. Anyone could have killed him in the nation of Islam. They didn't have to get an order from Elijah Muhammad. We got Elijah Muhammad on tape saying, leave Malcolm alone before he died. Specific orders, believers meeting. But just because he said leave Malcolm alone, alone that don't mean the zealots. That don't mean they left Malcolm alone. Now let me ask you, Sarnetta, Sarnetta, hold yes, on. Sir. Let's back up a look, because you know, he, he, you gotta, gotta slow him down, because you know, he, he think he, he's a good talker, but he is, but he, he out talk me. I, I'm gonna get at you. I am <laughs> definitely not trying to talk to you. Oh man, <laughs> don't even say love that. Love I'm, love, love, love. That's, that's, no how, that's how I talk up here. Not brother. Mr. What? No. no, no, no. <laughs> Do you, so, because you can't say in 1992, mm -hmm. they come out, of course they of age then, mm. and of course they gonna say that. They don't wanna get knocked off, neither probably. I don't know. But we got people that was in there that also testified along with Malcolm's claims. And apparently, after he dies, all of a sudden his claims are debunked. It wasn't debunked when he was alive. They didn't try to debunk him. I think that, I, and, 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 and I definitely want you guys, because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I am not a philosopher. I don't do the necessary research. The little research that I've done, mm -hmm. maybe I can look into it more. If there's proof after somebody watched this, I am willing to come and retract any statement if it's a documented fact that Minister Farrakhan, which back in the days, like he Sarnetta said, they were doing it. So mm -hmm. it might have not been looked at wrong. That's true. I don't know what Malcolm X angle was, but I'm saying that Malcolm X said that he was sleeping with underage girls and getting them pregnant. And that's what they, he said. I don't know how much wives he was allowed to have. I don't know the whole principle of why it may have been wrong. Of why, Because now we use, back in the days, a lot of people did stuff. A lot of people did stuff back in the days. If you look into it, you know, the FBI got a whole bunch of stuff saying people did stuff. If you look into it now, you, people can say the FBI is lying. Who knows? But all I'm saying is that that was his claim. Like, yo, he violated. He, he's out here, you know, messing with the, with the young ladies, and it's not it's not good. And you saying that it could have been a lie that came out of 92. <laughs> came out of 92. No, can I, can I just... It came out of 92. Man, I'm finished. All right. 92? G-Money, get your bit. It came out in 92 and talked about, yo, Sanetta, what's up, man? Tell me. Tell me if I'm wrong. I want you to tell me, Sanetta. This the historian right here. Sanetta. This is the historian, hey, let me, brother. Let me, say, let, me say, let, me, let me say one thing. I mean, thing. I don't, listen, this is what makes the conscious community great because we sit back and we have these discussions amongst ourselves, all of us, all over the world. We have these debates. I don't agree with my brother Garfield mm -hmm. when, when you say that. I don't agree with Garfield. You see what I'm saying? What do you but, agree with? What's your belief? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, Malcolm was upset. It's, it goes beyond all of our all of our comprehension, man. This shit goes beyond all of that. Mm -hmm. Really, nobody know why Malcolm did what he did. 
You see? Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, let's let's keep it real, Sonetta. Two things. Two other sisters. We ain't gonna handle no debate on. I know, I know, no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. When when Malcolm said that Elijah, this is what the problem is. When Elijah Muhammad was alive, and when Malcolm X said it, he denied sleeping with these women. When Farrakhan took over the nation of Islam, he changed the narrative. They were his wives. Technically, they were not his wives. So that's what the problem was. Elijah is saying Malcolm is lying, while actually Malcolm was telling the truth about sleeping with the woman. Hmm. The second thing is, one of the sisters was Sister Evelyn. Malcolm was supposed to marry Sister Evelyn. So in a Jamaica, what we call it? Pum Pum mm-hmm. Feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard Right. That. So, all right. So what happened now is Sister Evelyn, he's sending, Elijah Muhammad is sending him all over the country, opening up mosques. But on the other hand, Sister Evelyn moved up and went to work with, with Elijah Muhammad in Chicago, ended up pregnant with the guy with two kids. So this was supposed to be my wife. And as a matter of fact, when he proposed to Betty and said he's going to marry her, two, the, two of the sisters ran out the mosque because apparently they felt they was the one that was going to marry Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of feelings there. Understand? Two of the women that he got pregnant. So now, remember, Elijah Muhammad denied this. He said those were never his wives. He never had sex with them. Farrakhan says they were his wives. So that's why you have some of the older believers saying Farrakhan is, they, they lying about his wives because the messenger never said that. So that's where a lot of the confusion is. What about when Elijah Muhammad said Malcolm got just what he preached after Malcolm X died? What about when he said his, that? His brother said that too. What about when Elijah Muhammad said it though? I'm asking about him. He's saying that he, got, he preached violence and that's what he got. That's I what think- he said. I'm not defending it. I, You're right. He said that. I think that um, Elijah Muhammad, he also was upset. And we're going to move on, you know, from this. Yeah, definitely. Elijah Muhammad was upset about him talking about JFK. Yes, is that mm-hmm. he was upset about him talking about JFK. You know, I just, I, I, I just like to, I would just really like to see, um, an actual sit down with people that knows. You know the story, and I'm not taking it from you. You seem like you're very knowledgeable, but I, you know, I need to see this, man. I need to take that. I need to be there, man. I need to throw a Malcolm X event, man. Malcolm X event? No, no, for real. I need to sit down in a circle with with reputable people. So I need, I need them there. I need this guy there, the people, and sit down. Not that much people don't need to do that. Just probably for a live on YouTube or something. Because you know, come together, man. Queens Flip give me a headache, man. See what it is, Queens Flip is that (laughs) this subject. Hold on, this subject is still a little touchy, man. It is. It is. It is is extremely emotional. People still could really get hurt. Hurt. I heard. Yeah, look what happened for this type of stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) <laughs> Talk about being King Erna, man. What he said about Malcolm X is, oh, I ain't going to repeat Yeah, it. you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people that love Malcolm. Love and sometimes, Malcolm. you know, like me, I'm holding back a little bit. I don't agree with, with everything my you man Garfield back. said. I just don't want to hurt a lot of people's feelings. Why? Nah, Why? Because sometimes it, it ain't, it's not really I'm, the time for that, you know? If we throw an event really together, want... would you participate? Say that again. If we put an event together, would you no, participate? You if you put in a what? An event together. I would put an event. I'm from. I'm young. I'm not with oh, all. I don't. Hell yeah. I, I don't, hell with, yeah. All, with all the respect, and and this is no disrespect to anybody. We young. Look at what King Erna said. We. Young, guess what? Bro. But hold on. Look, Look at what King Erna. Do you agree with King Erna? 
that Malcolm X was a rat? I wouldn't say he was a rat. No, that's what he said. Yeah, but he wasn't a rat. No, I don't agree with King Erna because yeah. when by doing research, when a Muslim takes the Shahada, you erase your past completely mm-hmm. unless you indulge into the behavior again. So it goes against your beliefs. If how you how does he have a whole Do you Muslim? agree that Malcolm was wrong for what he did? For what? For what he did. For telling going for to going the, to the, the white, white man, man when you taught us. The white man is the devil. Do not handle your beefs in opening. Do not take was, your stuff yeah, was out he, the was opening. Was he wrong for doing that? Was Malcolm wrong for that? That don't mean we don't love Malcolm. I got him on my wall. I love him. But we got to learn Malcolm from the mistakes death. that we made, brother. Mm. You don't. You do not go and condemn your teacher who took you out of the gutter. Malcolm was having sex and sniffing coke and smoking weed. Before the Honorable Elijah Muhammad got a hold of him. You don't turn on that man like that for, in front of the world. And then you go to the white man who you told was the devil. And you told us, yo, do not handle your stuff out there. Always deal with your personal things behind closed doors. That's what he told us. We love him. I love Malcolm. But you got to learn from the mistakes because they put it right out there in front of you. Mm-hmm. Don't do the same thing that he did. Learn from that. What? This is what I'll say. I'll save it for the event that we're going to put together. Mm. Queens Flip, y'all two, y'all are in an organization. Y'all are in a movement. All of a sudden, y'all just split up and y'all fall out. Y'all built the movement together. Mm-hmm. This brother just decides to go to your enemy and start telling everything that's going on in your house. How would you feel about him? I'll be upset, yes. There you go. I didn't say I, I, I do not agree. With how Malcolm handled the situation, but I think I think that he handled the subject. I think that he handled the situation like that, basically out of fear. He probably, in my opinion, in my opinion, I could be wrong. Um, because what was his reasons? The Elijah Muhammad is so powerful. I wouldn't say out of fear. I say he was hurt. You think he was hurt? Yeah, his pride. So you think? So it wasn't out of fear, like. No, nah, it wasn't out of fear. Because if it was fear, he wouldn't have said it. Fear wouldn't have made him come out and say that. Yeah. What it would was fear his pride. Do? What would fear make him do? It, it, it would have just... They burned down his house. Hold on. In the newspaper report, the detective said that Malcolm X actually did that himself. Mmm. That's going to mess your head up right now. Yo, he's wild. <laughs> Yo. I, <ain't> <laughs> I got the, I'm telling you, set up the conference. I'll bring all the sources and let you see it. Hey, yo, stop because, that. because guess why? He did not want to come out of that house. He said that he earned that house. They shouldn't take him out of that house. And they went to court. Malcolm X lost. The day before he was supposed to move out, all of a sudden there's a fire. Why would the nation of Islam bomb the house if Malcolm X is moving out the next day? He lost in court. People, The detective said it's in the newspaper. They believe Malcolm X set the fire himself. Right, let me ask one question before we go. We got to move on. <laughs> I, 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 I respect that. I, I don't know that. I can't confirm it tonight. So I'm asking. I don't agree with that for the record. Let me I, put that on I, the record. I'm, I'm asking, I got to say that. I'm asking the question. I got, I got the evidence. Yeah. You got the evidence. Got I'm no not evidence, saying man. none of that. You got a newspaper article? From the newspaper, yeah. That means it's true because it's a No, but they suspected right. that he was the person that set the fire. Well, Garfield, you got to understand who the FBI is at that time. It's not they about were, the FBI do- either. It's about the, the common sense. The guy got lost in court. He lives in a house that the Nation of Islam owns. The Nation of Islam said, Malcolm, you're no longer part of the Nation of Islam. You need to move. They went to court. 
They went to court. Malcolm lost. So it said the fire was set on April 14th. April, I mean, April 14th is the day he's supposed to move out. April 13th was the day of the fire. Why would the Nation of Islam try to burn down the house if they were going to get the house the next day? It makes no sense. Why would Malcolm try to hurt his own family? He wasn't trying to hurt his own family. He tried to make it appear that he's trying to... This is why they put in the newspaper that Malcolm X, they believe that it was, it, was a, it was a fire that was set by him. All right, listen. This is what I'm going to ask, and I'm going to move on right now. No conspiracy, by the way. Yeah, respect. All right, cool, 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 cool. I'm going to just ask this. I want to throw an event. I'm going to end it on that as far as the subject. I'm going to get my man King Erna involved. I need my man Sarnetta there. I need you there. See money. King it, Face? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I don't know if King Face knows anything about Malcolm X. Mm. But I want people, I want to do the proper research and people to come together, a panel. We don't need an audience. It's going to be exclusively on a, on a, on a, uh, on a YouTube Live or whatever, whomever's. And we have multiple cameras and everybody's live so everybody could be able to have the content, but I think that I want to personally hear different points and us to get down to the bottom of this. Because, you know, shout out to, you know, Minister Farrakhan. He shouted out Loaded Lux. You know what I'm saying? He pays attention. So I'm going to be respectful. Got no, you know, you know, word got back to me. He heard about something. So he shouted out my man. He shouted, he shouted out Loaded Lux. So he watched. He watched Battle Rap. He's aware of the platform. So... I'm respectful, but I need to get down to the bottom of this with some reputable people. And if you guys are with it, I'm serious because this is going out to the world. I'm serious. I don't want nobody to say something like, yeah, I'm with it, and then come down. Yeah, it's a touchy subject. Nah. <laughs> That's why I said we do private because public, yeah. we don't want nobody to go, oh, no. Well, nah, let's do a private joint with some reputable people. Do you think that's a good idea? I'm asking you. Yes, that's a good idea. I'm asking all just and I, yes. I don't really know. Yeah. I, I just I agree. Know. I agree. That would be a good idea. I'm willing to but come you out want, of pocket. You need to have an open forum, though. Not just for the, the panel, but open it up for where the people could come in. Where the people could come in and nah, sit down in the audience the it, and they can ask questions. But why? But see, that, that, doesn't that make it difficult? Because now when somebody talking, doesn't. I don't know how the events go. I don't know how the events well, go. Well, either way, it'd be good. I know what you're saying. You're saying the closed off one would just. You know, you got the pros and the cons. Yes. Yeah, I know what but, you're but saying. But if yeah. we had an open event, don't you think that's a little more risky? Because people do take this Malcolm X stuff a little serious. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, and, yeah. and this, and this is just being respectful. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not, people take it very, very serious when it comes yeah. to Malcolm X. Like, King Erna, he's official to me. Leak Moss, but when they say, like, yo, people in Philly, old school gangsters running down for Malcolm X. So I don't want to cause a problem where everybody be comfortable. Any, okay, I got gonna, you. If anybody yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. If anybody going to be uncomfortable is, is amongst one another, but we are going to go but so far. But I definitely want to sit there. I definitely want to live stream it, and I want to be able to make something happen. I want to know, and asking two people that participate, would that be a good idea that would to come together idea. and yeah. actually get down to the get down? That's perfect. I say no more. <laughs> Bring right, my no sources more. and we get it in. Your sources. <laughs> we got our sources too good. Yeah, so, let's, get back to- <laughs> let's get back to um Dr. Khalid Muhammad. Mm-hmm. What kind of guy was he? You answered that already? What kind of guy he was? Uh, yeah. Khalid Muhammad was a fearful guy. Mm. You know, he ain't fear anything. Right. He was fearless, I mean. He was fearless. a fearless guy, I meant to say. Mm-hmm. He didn't fear nothing. He didn't fear the baddest 
white man on the planet, man. He went up against the baddest white man on the planet at that time in Giuliani. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I remember the first Million Youth March he did in 1998, 99? 99. 99, where he went up against the baddest police force at that time, man, where they um tried to shut down the uh, Million Youth March. Wow. Yeah, they tried to shut it down. Helicopters and everything overhead coming down, swooping down amongst us. And he tried to run right into the police. Everybody had to hold him back because they knew it was police on the rooftops <laughs> with pump shotguns looking down like this at us. Mm. All of that. Yeah, man. So um, Khalid loved his people. He gave, In fact, he gave his life for his people. Mm. You see? He gave his life for his people. Some people say he had a brain aneurysm, but nah, I say no, he was murdered. Biological warfare, they killed him, mm. you know? What was your role with him? That They said that you was his a security guard. I wasn't a security guard, I was his um, chairman. Okay. Of I was in charge of a, a, a whole chapter in Harlem. I had the Harlem, Harlem was mine. I okay. would just say that. You know, yeah, Harlem was my turf, that was my stuff. That was my stomping grounds to run the movement here in Harlem. You had Queens, you had Brooklyn. No, we had no Queens chapter at that time. But we did have Brooklyn, and we had the Bronx, and we had Jersey. We had Philly. We was building chapters all over the city. Right. So I had um, Harlem. You yeah. said people, um, on, um, they tried to assassinate him, or they did assassinate him, you feel like? Um, no, they killed him. They did kill him. They killed the brother. They killed Khalid. Based over what, though? How, um, how do you think that they killed him? Well, you know, there was another split-off. There's another split-off with Farrakhan and Khalid Muhammad. That's what mm. really made him go towards the Black Panther movement because he was no longer in the Nation of Islam anymore. So now he had split off, separated himself, and then they moved on to the uh, Black Panther Party, the new Black Panther Party. And then he just started doing his thing like that. You know, um, there's a, I mean, that story is too deep, brother. It's just too deep, man. That's dangerous story, too, man. That's a deep story, brother. And it's dangerous. What you say? Damn, I, I y'all asking some real tough I, shit I, I right now, bro. I don't know if bro. I want to go there, man. <laughs> yeah, see, know, I'm, I'm saying that's because I, I was around the same people yeah. you were around, so it's like I know a lot of people. Remember, James Best had shot him in California, you know, Khalid Abdul Muhammad. So, and he was a part of the Nation of Islam, and they said no, he was out ousted at that time. But I mean, you what know. what's the reason that Khalid Muhammad left? The nation is well, he didn't leave, he got kicked out of the nation of Islam because he did a speech in King College when 19? 1994. 1994, he did a speech in King College, and um, that's when he was going off on the Jews up in there, he was banging on the Jews. And so, after the speech was over, they contacted the minister, they said something like paraphrasing, I don't know what, hap what happened, but we know that they were saying, You got to do something about Khalid Muhammad. You got to do something about him. He banging. He banging hard body. And so the next thing you know, Farrakhan, get, I mean, uh, Khalid get called in. He's walking out of the nation. He's been suspended. Same thing that history did with Malcolm. History has a way of repeating itself. The same thing happened with Khalid now. It's just a different story behind it, narrative behind it. 
But um, yeah, he he'd been suspended. And so he'd been trying his best to get back in the Nation of Islam. He ain't just want to go and build up the uh, the Black, Black Panthers. Panthers. But the Nation of Islam was going in another route. They was going in another direction. Khalid too black. Khalid too strong. Khalid ain't talking about um, come together. He's talking about separation. You see? The minister ain't trying to go down that path. He's, he's bringing something different and something new. So ultimately, we got to get rid of Khalid. Khalid can't. He can't come back. And so Khalid felt that he wasn't never coming back in the nation. And so that's when he formed. He got up with a brother by the name of Aaron Muhammad, Aaron Michaels. He got up with a brother by the name of Aaron Michaels who formed the new Black Panther Party for self-defense. Him and, him and Khalid had a, um, a, a, a meeting, and he said he would like for Khalid Muhammad to be the national chairman of the new Black Panther Party for self-defense. <clears throat> national meaning all over. Khalid was the national chairman. You know what I'm saying? Like the head of it. So, <clears throat> since, so who, you think somebody called Minister Farrakhan and complained about Khalid Muhammad bashing on the Jews, yes? Mm-hmm. But who can call Minister Farrakhan about Khalid Muhammad? Was you saying Jews themselves called him? Yes, indeed so. But since when does Minister Farrakhan listen to Jewish people? Brother, I wish I could tell you, but I, I don't know the... Um, oh, so this is, a sub, this is a tough subject to talk about. No, no. What I'm saying is I don't know what, what transpired back there, but I know, he, I know they called. Damn near everybody know that right now, why he's been suspended. That's common knowledge. He'd been sat down off his post because of the King College speech. You can look that up, brother. That's common knowledge right now. What I'm saying, my, my man zipped his mouth. Mm. He did that. Go ahead, talk about it. What no, you no, disagree he, with? He said he's not going to talk about it. I'm, I'm not saying a word so, about it. So, time out. So, I'm not saying a word. We're not, we're not seeing a pattern here, brothers? Of course. And, you know... All right, man. Let me move on. So, so wait, wait, hold. Flip, yeah. Hey, 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 Queens, flip. Listen, man. Yo, I have no. The idea. nation of Islam, brother. These were not no little cowards, no little Easter bunnies, man. These niggas was knocking niggas off for real. I I agree, but what I'm saying, <laughs> right? If I you can... if you was to disrespect the minister or you disrespect Elijah Muhammad, it ain't like it is now, where people where these kittens, shout out to my man King Erna, where these kittens will come out and be very disrespectful to the minister and disrespectful to Elijah. You can do that today, because there's no repercussions behind that. Mm -hmm. Now I mean now they doing that today, but back then when I was coming up. You couldn't even say one thing bad about the messenger. But what I'm saying is that... They was putting people in boxes, man. He dissed the Jews. Yes. He didn't diss Minister Farrakhan. Smooth guy that he is, and I like Minister Farrakhan. He was moving in another direction. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Farrakhan was moving in another direction. Coming in. Had to be. Yes. Oh, well, so this is all assumptions. So no, no, not assumptions. Why would you get rid of your top man, a man like Dr. Khalid Abdul Muhammad, who risked his life for Minister Farrakhan in the Nation of Islam? A man who will cut out the pages of a Bible and put his gun, gun mm -hmm. in the Bible 
and stand on posts like this and wait for anybody to try to come down and assassinate my teacher like they did with uh, Malcolm X. Waiting on anybody to say, get your hand out my pocket to cause any eruption. Khalid going to the, to the weapon. He was standing there protecting that man with his life. He would die before Minister Farrakhan. He would give his life for Farrakhan. So what direction do you think the minister was going into, or you don't want to talk about that? Well, brother, I don't know. I, I can tell you I don't know, but I will tell you this. There was a big, um, a lot of hatred for Khalid Abdul-Muhammad. Same thing, brother, that's in the Nation of Islam with Malcolm. People hated Malcolm. They didn't like Malcolm. The same thing now in the, in the nation. They, they didn't like Khalid. Not everybody. Not all of them. Farrakhan ain't even come to his funeral, brother. This is the man that helped build the nation of Islam. This is a little deep. Farrakhan ain't even come to the funeral. Of course, you're going to have representatives there, but that's not Farrakhan. That's not you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when y'all say people hated Malcolm, you're talking about people like whom? Within within with, the nation of yeah, Islam. but not the public. The public no, not the public. Malcolm. That's what I'm talking about. Malcolm, no, no. Uh, let me. Malcolm. Well, thank you, brother. Let me clear it for you. <laughs> People that's in within the organization. <laughs> Niggas love Malcolm, bro. No, listen. People that was in the organization, okay. not the not the people that's on the street, that's outside of the nation. Yeah. No, they loved Malcolm, like you said. Yeah, yes. But when I said they hated Malcolm, I'm talking about within, people, the, within the organization. How many people were well, Malcolm? The key, the key, one of the keys that you got to remember, though, that you're leaving out, is that Malcolm X, Elijah Muhammad was getting ill. So if Elijah had passed, the person that would have stepped up and be the leader would have been Malcolm X. And a lot of people didn't happened that. Is, they was jealous. What happened is, Warith Dean Muhammad came in. He was the one that told Malcolm that Elijah was having teenage secretaries. That's his son. Right. When he told Malcolm that, Malcolm never left the Nation of Islam or anything. He asked Elijah Muhammad, and Elijah Muhammad admitted to it. Malcolm never left the Nation of Islam. He never did nothing. He was chilling, still a minister and everything. Now, when he got suspended now for 90 days, that's when he started saying, you know what, maybe this is not for me. He changed his mind. But with Khalid now, what we're leaving with Khalid out is that there was a lot of people. Trust me, bro, I was right there. There was a lot of people in between Farrakhan and Khalid to not let them get back together. There's the people in the inner circle who didn't want Khalid to come back in the nation at all. Because, again, it had to do with if something happened, who's going to be the next leader? You don't want Khalid to be the leader. I'd rather somebody in the family. Because now it's not only an organization, it's like a business. Elijah is the, Muhammad. Is the nation of Islam stronger without Khalid or would they have been stronger with Khalid? With what, with what Farrakhan is doing? It's, it's not. I'm going to tell you why. The direction that Farrakhan went in, and Khalid did the a speech see, in 1993, is Farrakhan changing direction at the Slave Theater? Because he was moving to a bigger audience, bringing in more Christians. And that's why we got to get rid of Khalid. He, he was thinking about the Million Man March. Mm -hmm. All these pastors, Pastor Bevel and all these pastors come along. They would have never come along if Khalid was there. Exactly. Khalid was too black, too strong. He wanted a nation of our own. You see what I'm saying? Again, the inner circle is the key. Sometimes people block. People, Malcolm was trying to reach Elijah at one point. People block. They just put the block on. 
Let's keep him away. Because mm-hmm. the inner circle, he's sick. Sometimes he's not able to communicate. So you have your inner circle, your family members, Herbert Muhammad and all these people. Boom, boom, boom. Malcolm, no, he, he can't meet up. The message at that time, in the, um, at that time when the, when the Black Panthers was really kicking off, it's all eight, all kind of agents up in there, man. All kind of spies is up in there now. You see, I I know. Soon as Khalid Muhammad was pronounced dead, people left the Black Panther Party and went back to the Nation of Islam. <laughs> That's a fact. The next day. The next day, brother, who does that? I remember my sister, who was one of the field marshals, her name is Malika. Sister Malika came to me and said, Brother Salik, because my name was Salik at that time. She said, get out of here, Salik, get out now. Leave this alone right now, because she knew that there were agents and all of that all up in, in the Black Panther Party that looked just like us. I don't even, I mean, shit, when you really look at it, is it possible that the Nation of Islam had spies in the Black the, Panther no, Party? The, the same, the same. Hell yeah, they remember, did. I remember this though with Malcolm X. The same guy that was infiltrating Malcolm X organization, Gene Roberts, mm-hmm. who told the security to not search the day he got assassinated, and then he also infiltrated the Black Panther Party. The same guy, Gene Roberts, walking around free today. I'm talking about the new Black Panther Party. I know, I know, Party. but I'm just saying Up in there. general. This is what's going on in our communities. Mm-hmm. Who? Gene Roberts. Eugene Robert. Eugene. And Eugene Roberts, explain his role, you just said? He infiltrated Malcolm X organization, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he worked with Remember the in government. the movie when, he, when the guy was, he, he had a scene where he said, um, I don't want my people to feel comfortable. It wasn't Malcolm X. It was Gene Roberts telling him, nah. Yeah, you can type gotta, him up and see him right know, there. Let's put yeah. Gene Roberts. Don't put Eugene. Put Gene Roberts yeah, and Gene. Malcolm X. G-E-N-E. Okay. So how did, so uh, Khalid Abdul Muhammad, mm-hmm. he was shot before, yes? Yeah, mm-hmm. James Best. Yeah, he talked mm-hmm. about that. Can you tell me what happened that day? He was speaking and um, somebody passed him a note. California, right? Yeah, in California. And said, don't leave the way you're supposed to leave. We want you to go in a different direction. And he, the direction that he went, he was in direct sight of being killed, being mm-hmm. shot. And he got he shot walked, in the right, leg. Right in the leg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They found pistols all in the bushes and everything. They was really trying to kill him. And the man that did it, they say he came right out of the Nation of Islam. Was it the New Jersey chapter? Nah, he, he was over there in California, but it, the Nation of Islam said he was no longer a member. He was a member. <laughs> He's no longer a member. So yeah. take that for whatever it so, is. So he was walking and they shot him? They shot yeah, him he was leaving the speech. Somebody mm-hmm. handed a note. So he went the other and said, direction? And said the other direction. direction. Not originally to go in. He went a different direction. Direction to where he would have been right. assassinated. So he got shot in the leg, he recovered. Yeah. And you said that he passed away from a brain aneurysm, but you don't think it was a brain aneurysm. That's what they said. It was a brain aneurysm. I I think it was a brain aneurysm. I do. What I is a brain happen. aneurysm? For it, it, it Basically, that's something probably from stress, in my opinion. Yeah. It's stress for a long period of time. I mean, Minister Farrakhan was his man 20 grand. You know what they say? His man. His main man. Hold up. <laughs> Minister Farrakhan was Malcolm, man. Minister Farrakhan learned from Malcolm. 
But Malcolm went and said that he was sleeping with other women, teenage secretaries. Minister Farrakhan pissed everybody off. Malcolm. Pissed everybody off. He loved him. He loved him like loved a brother. Loved Malcolm. Loved him like a brother, but he loved Elijah Muhammad more. And look, like this. He loved Elijah Muhammad Hear more. That? He loved Elijah he Muhammad more. He loved him so much, he didn't even go to the funeral, brother. He didn't go to who funeral? Farrakhan didn't go to the college funeral. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah, all right, then. I, I don't know Stop what to say that, about man. that part. Let's he loved him so Sanada. much Sanada. that he didn't even go to the funeral, brother. Sanada, let's go, Sada. <laughs> little man turned his hat. Come let's on, go, man. He's bugging, yeah. right? Yeah, we, we leave that alone, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, leave that alone. Yeah, he yeah, ain't yeah. had no love for him like that. Look, let me tell you something. Nah, you know I, why I he got go shot? No, listen, I'm going to go that far. Mm. You know how he got shot, brother? Talk about it. He got shot because Farrakhan had so much love for him, but he took all of his security away from Khaled. He said, don't even secure him no more. Let him go. I don't want none of my men in the nation putting no security around him. So mm -hmm. how you going to say he loved up. him, bro? Look at his face. I can't. I <laughs> Come can't, on, man. Because he's telling the truth. Mm -hmm. I can't deny he it. He took away the security. But, but, but for that. Had he would have had the security there, ain't no, no shooting. But, but Calif ain't no, but nobody trying to no, assassinate him. The, the, the California event, actually, he did have security, which is ironic. Because <laughs> he did have security because somebody in the detail got a note and passed the note. Brother. To say, walk stop. this way hey, hey, yo, instead God of walking that stop, way. Stop, man. Mm -hmm. The one who secured him was Bloods and Crips. That no, was no, in no, California, no, 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 brother. No, no, no. I'm talking about while he was speaking. It was the Nation of Islam around him that day. That day. Okay. But you had the Bloods and Crips that was out yeah, there. Yeah, of course. Of that course, was surrounding him. Of course. That's that's like when Queen Swift said, the people, the community loved him. Mm. The people in the community loved Khaled. So much that you had the baddest Crips that was in California that would come out and secure Khaled because Minister took his security away. He ain't had no security. And that's why they formed the Black Panther Party, brother. But, I mean, if you're the leader of an organization and you said, listen, this is what direction I'm going in. If you support me, this direction I'm going. Right. But if you're going to go out and speak in this vile manner, I'm not gonna have my security around you. Right, but and he gave but he gave he gave Khalid an order. If Khalid had followed the orders, I'm just saying. Yo, I'm yeah, just but, saying. But, but, but I'm check just it out, saying, though. I'm, yes, I do love Farrakhan. But yes, check it Farrakhan's out. my man. I, I do Farrakhan. too. But check it out. Then we gotta well, keep the truth. We gotta tell the truth for the babies, and we gotta drop the history. Keep it real. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But um. Yes, he did that. Damn, I just caught a brain frog. Like, what the hell? I, what you were saying? I was saying that the security, if he had followed the orders of Minister Farrakhan, maybe it wouldn't have gotten that far. Right, but everything Khalid learned, he, learned he got from it Farrakhan. from Farrakhan. But you said he, he was go, banging on the jewels and saying damn near everything Farrakhan said. But Khalid, Khalid did a video. Repeating uh, what Farrakhan Khalid, said. But Khalid did a speech called, Is Farrakhan Changing Direction? That's saying that, putting a blueprint out. Mm -hmm. saying yep. this is the direction he's going, such and such. So it's not like he don't feel the same way, but now that you know he's changing direction, you're going in the opposite direction where he's going. You got to follow the leadership. He chose not to. Plain and simple. That's why he removed the security. Who's the boss? Who's in charge? Mm. That looks a little... But, all right, man. I mean, you. I, I don't know about you, man. I like you, <laughs> but you be, you be talking some... 
You speak from I'm a, a I'm a Farrakhan you defender. You speak from a subjective standpoint. Yes, not yes. Objective. When it comes to Farrakhan, yes, I do. I'll admit that. Yes, I do. But that's not fair, though. You're correct. But, you're but, but, you but at the end of the day, I do tell the whole truth, and I'll keep my mouth shut when I know I, I don't want to say something. But I'll tell you this: if Khalid had listened at that point, he'd have been he'd have been good money. That's, on, all, that's all I'm saying. Hey, yo, stop that, man. <laughs> Khalid Muhammad didn't do nothing wrong, bro. I never said he did Khalid nothing wrong. Khalid Muhammad was a freedom fighter for Facts. black people he, who put his life on the line for for um the nation of Islam, for, for the people in the community. <sighs> Come on, man. Farrakhan was supposed to have his back. You're a part of an organization. That, you got to have leadership. Yeah. When does it? When do we change our... Our... um. Direction? Direction. And I'll tell you what I mean. When do we change our goal? The goal is to uplift our people. Right. The goal is to bring our people together. Mm -hmm. The goal is to have a black Wall Street again. The goal is to have, like how it was, man. My man Marcus Garvey, rest in peace. That's huh? right. Huh? Yeah, That's yeah, the goal. Yeah. When does it change? So when it changes, and the man who's dedicated to the force, who's dedicated to that belief, when okay. you first initially <laughs> preach something, Okay. This is how you bring the people in your initial approach. This is how you get the people to dedicate. Then for some reason, because we can't lie, the I ain't gonna disrespect the the, the the other man have a way of, you know, making things change around a little bit. Yeah, but when you look at it, when you look at Khalid, mm -hmm. was he um, taking you off the path of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, or was he following Elijah Muhammad's teachings? Initial he, he, teachings. He was, he was following right. Elijah Muhammad's teachings. But so bear why mind, would Farrakhan have a problem with that? Bear in mind, though. Bear in mind. Bear in mind. Initial teachings. Be the black man. All this stuff, how it's supposed to be. Yes, the initial way. Bear in mind, the people around Farrakhan never like Khalid. We ain't Som talking about that sometimes, right now, bro. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> like, listen, 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 that. listen. Yo, this guy. Remember, remember with Malcolm X, the whole thing is, is they say that Malcolm is thinking he's bigger than the leader. They did not want to repeat what happened with Malcolm. Sit your ass down and follow your leader. And that's all. It, my, let's be keep it real. But what if the leaders Ka the, were the, the, from the uh, Well, leave the organization world. then. Leave the organization. And start your own organization. Okay. Because the leader gives a, leader gives an order. If you don't follow it, you're not gonna get the security. He just said that's what he did. So hey, so who's get who gets the blame? Khalid did what he was he was ordered not to do, and he did it. So he disobeyed an order. It's Farrakhan's organization. People keep forgetting it's how not come, ours. How come Khalid get hit up? Right after he make a couple of videos going at Farrakhan, you familiar with that? Yes, yes. You know he was yes. banging on Farrakhan. Yes, yes, he was. You yes, know he, he was. was saying he have lost the teachings of Elijah Muhammad yes, going in. Yes, yes, going yes, in. I so agree. you know they really hated them then. I agree. After that. I agree. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that was after he got shot and everything, and it seems like emotionally, Khalid wasn't over the whole thing because aneurysms has a lot to do with emotions. Yeah, he ain't man. He, he was really he was, hurt. He was assassinated, brother. I'm never going to say he had a brain aneurysm and he just died. Khalid was in good shape. He I was healthy. I don't know. He was healthy. I'm telling you, how, I know. How old I was, was with him. 52? I know. Or 53, 52 or 53. You know how, so, you know, uh, but a lot of people do die from stress. Marcus Garvey died from stress, yes? Or you think somebody killed him as well? He died in London from a heart attack? No? My, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a probability. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Strong probability. Let me get at you real quick. Let me put this down. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm in trouble now. Hold up, hold up. Let me. 
it's coming back to me now. Ooh. If Khalid Muhammad, <laughs> my man right here. If Khalid thought, Muhammad, check it out. If Khalid Muhammad had a brain aneurysm, oh boy, th- yeah, he don't want to go there. See, oh I'm gonna go boy. there. Don't you know? The day that Khalid Muhammad fell out, he was going to the All-Star game in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. When the All-Star game was in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. he was feeling bad. He asked everybody, yo, you got to take me home. When he got home to his home in Atlanta, he threw up. Had sex with his wife. Had sex with his wife, threw up, went to the bathroom and fell out. People came into Khalid's house the next day, took the rug that he threw up on, Got rid of the rug where nobody could find the rug again and got rid of it. Why is you getting rid of the rug? Because there's evidence on the throw up. There's evidence in everything that's in that vomit. He sat right there in his own piss. He laid in his piss for like damn near six or seven hours before they called, before the person called the ambulance. He laid on the floor in the bathroom. Out. So you gonna tell me that's somebody that was just sick, brother? Come on. Hey, hey. Come hey, on, Garfield. Listen, you listen, know listen, this, man. Listen, I'm saying this. First, they blamed the woman. But did you know that though? Saying it was her. But did you know that Punani though? What I'm telling you. Was the reason why I killed him. Then they said that it's a conspiracy. Then they said they hide the, the, the um. Well, the, the, what's that the, telling you? The, the, that it had um, to be a, a, an assassination. If you look up, you, look listen. up, Ricin. Ricin. How you spell Ricin? R I C I N. R I C I N. Look up Ricin. Oh, boy. Garfield, no. Come not, on, man. I'm not agreeing to you, none of I'm that. I'm doing bro. this for I'm Khalid Muhammad, man. You got it. Ricin is a poison found naturally in castor beans. Read it. What does it do? If Read castor it. beans are chewed and swallowed, it releases ricin and causes injury. Ricin can be made from waste material left from processing, processing castor beans. It can be a form of powder, a mist, or a pellet. Or it can dissolve in water or weak acid. How does ricin cause death? Death. Ricin is very toxic. It works by getting inside the cells of a person's body and preventing the cells from making the protein they need. Without the protein, cells die. Eventually, this is harmful to the whole <laughs> body and may cause Check. death. Check. Uh, Come on, man. This is why they wasn't able to trace it. Because you can't find it. You can't find it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, You can't find that. Now, if you go and do the hold on, hold on. If you go and do research on that, you will see that that's what been used, that's what they've been using for a long time to kill people biologically. Because look, look, hold on. They didn't want to shoot Malcolm this time. <laughs> they didn't want to kill Malcolm like that to make him a martyr. Is this a you got to make him. Commercial? You got to make him go away easy, by his, you know, silently, make it look like he had a brain aneurysm, a silent death, make him look like he fell out and he was sick. That's how they do it now. Mm. They don't do it with the guns and bang bang and kill you because you become a martyr like that. Mm. You see what I'm saying? But if you slowly kill him and he fall out. They thinking it was something wrong with him. He had a health problem. You know what's funny? After Khalid died, the guy who was his top lieutenant or chief or chief of staff or Malik Zula Shabazz, where was he after Khalid died? Can you tell us, Steve? Where he, well, he went Malik to? Malik Zulu Shabazz loved Khalid Abdul Muhammad. By okay. no means, nobody. I mean, you had people 
saying Malik would do something like that, but Malik Zulu would never do that. I Malik, know, I'm not saying Khalid that, raised that boy. He but raised he Malik Zulu. What did he do after? Um, Didn't he start Rocky with Minister Farrakhan? No. Yes, he didn't he did. go. No, no. Right no, after. Listen, listen. He didn't go rocking with him. He went to see if he could repair the relationship back because it was a split off with them. And he see that he couldn't do it. That's why they separated again. He tried to go and repair the damage when Khalid was here in them. And so why you think he's no longer with them? He's he's gone. He said, nah, I can't repair that. Okay. Yeah, nah. All right, beloved. But Malik Zulu Shabazz loved Khalid Muhammad. So, yeah, you wanted to ask me something. No, 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 no. Let me just say this, and I'm going to move on once again. You come from a biased standpoint. So how can anybody take what you say serious? Bias, I'll shut up. If I'll shut up if there's something that I feel don't need to be said out in public. Right. But I'll tell you this, right. though. That's I'll right. tell you this straight up. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie for Malcolm. I'm not going to lie for Farrakhan. I'm not going to lie for Elijah. I'm not going to lie for... um. Um, Khalid Abdul Muhammad or Malcolm X. So the you truth went, but, 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 is, I, whatever you, the truth is, but you will it hold is. back against any insult towards Farrakhan. Yes, any insults towards any of them. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not going to insult any of them. They, they, I mean, especially the ones that are not alive. I'm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. But if it's something to show that Minister Farrakhan had his dealings in in blasphemy or against the teachings of the Elijah Muhammad. Muhammad. It's you not, want to it's, talk about it's, it. It's yes? not my place because I'm not a part of the organization. Mm, that's fair. I figure. You understand what I'm saying? I it's figure. not my place to do that. I respect it's that. Their, it's their organization. Let them deal with him. Let them deal with that. But, but if you find something as, out, you ain't going to talk about it. As far as Malcolm X? No, as far as, as far as Mr. Farrakhan. Of course I'll talk about it. But not in a way that it needs to be talked about, Yes. Well, if it's true, I'll talk about it. But you're butter it up, yes? I'm not buttering <laughs> up nothing. I'm asking you. I'm not buttering up anything. You said you, you said you just admitted that you're biased towards I'm him. I'm so biased, you... yes, because I got love for the man. I but I'm just you. saying, I think a lot of the things that happen is people in the circle, not really him. Respect, okay. You know, and and trust me, I I, I was in a, I was in a meeting, and and I'm like, how is it? I'm in a meeting, and Khalid can't get a meeting. That shit is crazy. Because you yeah, like Khalid period. Muhammad, brother. It no, no, no. Was totally I'm just different. saying, no, but the situation was I went with somebody else who was who had a little beef too. But the point that I'm trying to make is who's blocking that meeting between Khalid mm -hmm. and the minister? Yeah, it was people blocking it. it His was letters was getting it, intercepted. Yes. So after let's let's move forward. After uh your run with Khalid Muhammad, what happens next with you, Sanetta? Um, I begin to just move forward. The nation, um, not the nation, but the Black Panther Party was going downhill. Once you chop off the head, everything else is going downhill. So I began to move forward. I ended up leaving the job that I had. I had what was pretty, what was a good job. I worked for HRA, Human Resources Administration, at the time. And so when the World Trade Center came and that joint happened, the bombing of the World Trade Center, I left. I left my job. I said, you know what? I'm going to do something great. I didn't know it was going to be great at that time. I goes to 125th Street, take my last bit of check, take my last check I had, went out and bought me like about maybe four, five or six VCRs. That's when VCR tapes was out. And I would start making copies of my tapes. And I would go outside on 125th Street, right across the street. The Apollo. Not, no, not the Apollo first. I was in front of Dave's restaurant. It was a vegetarian spot. 
down the block on 125th Street. So I would go in front of there and I would start selling my VHS tapes with the knowledge, with Khalid, with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Dr. Ben, everybody. You know? And so I'm selling it and I said, okay, now a lot of people started coming out, building up my clientele. Next thing you know, the dude that's in the, in the front of the uh, restaurant, he didn't want me there no more because he's saying I was too militant and I was running away a lot of his um, customers, white people. I was on my militant shit back then too. And so I said, all right, the police came and made me move. That's when I went up to across the street from the Apollo. I said, all right, I'm going to hang up my pictures of the lynchings. You ever, heard, you, you ever saw the lynching pictures? Mm -hmm. I hung them pictures up. I had them joints up there for at least about 15 years straight. Going in, brought me a bullhorn. I became a street speaker, and I'm out there. I got me a pen, like the pen that you pull out, and I'm out there teaching. I've been teaching for a long time out there. And so I've been doing this for about damn near 15 years straight, nonstop, brother. Next thing you know, I'm starting to build up this big clientele, people coming out, having debates, having discussions, building on the block where I'm at, shutting down streets, people coming around, white boys coming down, get on your knees, cracker. All kind of stuff. They bowing down. I don't know. You wasn't there that time, right? But yes, to make a long story short, this is how I began doing what I do. You know? Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, I just started saying, well, you know, people coming out, I started bringing in the nation of gods and nurse, bringing in the Moors, bringing in the Hebrews, bringing in the Muslims, bringing in the Christians, open it up for the public to have these discussions. Next thing you know, the joint just blew up and it's all over the world. All over the world, brother, the knowledge. Our people was waking up. One thing I tell you about our people is they was thirsty and hungry for the knowledge. You know, they was hungry. People were saying this was the age of information. This is the age of information. And so it stuck to them, that knowledge and information. They was hungry for that. And they would come out damn near every day to be with me. I met so many powerful people out there. Malcolm X's grandsons, both of them. I met both of them. They would come out there and hang out with me. Malcolm X's secretary, he would come out there and stand with me and be with me for a while. I mean, so many people, man. You know, from Grandmaster Flash to Furious Five, uh, um, Method Man, you know, go on and on. Uh, Rock Him. These are people that don't just come there. They will come by and stop and hang out with me for a while as I'm teaching. Nas will come by, you know, in the car because at that time, it wasn't no knowledge out there. I'm bringing the information out there. I'm doing something different than what everybody else was doing. They was out there selling, um, like, uh, what incense, they call them? Hmm? Incense and all that Yeah, stuff. incense and short ice. You know what short ice is, right? Rated X stuff, movies and bootlegs. I'm coming out there with the knowledge. I'm coming out with, there with the information. And I got the bullhorn behind me, and I'm going in, and I'm just building out there. So... You doing that? What was your highest moment while being on the street? What was a, a pivotal moment for you while being a street talker? That's what we call a, a knowledge uh, spewer, spewing the knowledge to the people. What was a high moment for you at that time? When I seen um, the crowd would come out, and when I seen people ain't even want to go home, man. Brothers and sisters didn't even want to go home. You know, they would stay out there from sun up to sun down. I had to literally say, yo, I'm out of here, y'all. I got to go, man. 
and I would leave, and next thing you know, I'm getting right back up at 8 o'clock in the morning. I did it like it was a job. Like, when you go to work for the white man, you got to get up, you got to go out there early and don't, you know, do what you got to do. I did the same thing for myself. Did you get, uh, how did you get compensated at the time? Um, from the videos that I was selling. I was selling DVDs. Uh, not DVDs, I was saying VHS. Mm -hmm. I was saying selling VHS tapes. I think I was selling them for $10. You get two of them, you get them for $20 or $25. You know, and people was buying them. I mean, I, they was gone. Like, Sell one for 10 and two for 25 Yeah. No, I was selling, sometimes it depends on like, let's say if it's only an hour and an hour, that's um, two hours. Or each video might be two hours. But if it was a video that was like six hours, Phil Valentine, Bobby Hemet, you might have three tapes, mm -hmm. three VHS tapes, and they all be taped together. That would go for like 25 Understood. Yeah. Understood. And what... What were on these tapes? Like speeches? Was it you on these tapes speaking? No, it was um various people, everybody from the nation of gods and earths. It was the Moors. It was the Hebrews. It was debates. I was setting up debates. That's how oh, I was getting my money. I was it. setting up debates. I would get the Moors versus the Hebrews. The Hebrews versus Dr. York and the Nubavians. And we would put that together. And my highest moment that you asked me is when I put together the Second debate, it was a brother by the name of Sarah Sutunsetti, who I said, man, I got to get this dude. Because I would watch people, and I said, yeah, let me get this dude right here. Let me bring him out. And I get Sarah Sutunsetti to go up against the Moors, brother Eileen Bay. Shout out to Eileen Bay. And when I did that, bro, it was, was you there at that time? Nah. Mm -mm. You wasn't nowhere around? Mm -mm. You wasn't heard of? Mm-mm. I saw That's the video, when <laughs> the knowledge just blew up. Everybody was like, Wow, people from all over the world comes out to my debates. And let me plug this debate that I got coming up right now, um, Queens Flip. I have a debate coming up December the 15th. It's a vaccination debate, like vaccines. And they going up against the Arm and Raw squad. Shout out to my brother Unk and the crew. Shout out some people, brother. Sorry, Motep, Sorry, Dr. Motep. Mayat. They going up against these European doctors and scholars. And that's going to be crazy. You know, so that's the debate that we got coming up right now. Mm. Respect. Mm -hmm. So all this is going on. Um, when do you meet Brother Polite? When I, I mean, Polite met me. Polite was afraid of me when we first met because I was so militant. Nothing, nothing out there was stopping me. Not the police. I remember when the police came by and ripped my pictures off the wall the lynchings and he said you better get your ass out of here don't come back over here no more he ripped the pictures down put them in the back of his trunk and drove off to the precinct i was like oh nah you can't do that this is our first amendment this is freedom of speech we could do this so i ran over there to the precinct and i spoke to the man that's in charge i said yo your officer just ripped my pictures down this is freedom of speech i got a right to go out there and talk you know what i'm saying he was saying you was using the bull i said yes he said, well, yo, he looked at the pictures, saw the pictures, and said, oh, nah. And luckily, it was a black lieutenant. It was a black man that was in charge of the inspector. It was a black inspector. He said, yo, he called the officer in there. He said, do you see what you just took off the wall? He looked, he said, yeah. He said, that's your history. That's your history. Get that man back his pictures. He beat him right in front of me, bro. Gave me back my pictures. I came back walking like I was the man, like, yo. 
you ain't gonna <laughs> take my pictures, man. You crazy? And hung them right back up. I went through the whole system too. I had to go through the whole system at one time. They used to always try to get me off the block, the police, because I was what they were saying, I was harassing white people, which I was, I was. You know, white people would come by and I would make them bow down, like get down on your hands and knees if you wanna stand here before me and watch me teach. So if I'm gonna teach you, get on your damn knees now. And they would literally get on their knees in my life. That's right. <laughs> white woman too, wow. white woman, because I said I wanna take it to a higher level. I wanna play a psychological war. This is psychological war now. Some people say, well, what is that gonna do by making them get down? I just wanted my children and my youth to see us in a position of power. Like when you got a black man standing up and that white man is bowing before you, that's a whole different scene right there. You know what I'm saying? Spike Lee came there. Spike Lee even came to see me. Right out there on the Hunt 25th Street, got out the car, brought his crew out, yo, come on over here. This is that I got all the pictures and all of that to show and to prove. I got the video footage to prove all of that. This is at that time when the knowledge was jumping, man. So how did you meet Polite? He came to meet you. Polite. <laughs> Let's get back Polite to came to, to meet me because Polite wanted to challenge me. Because I was always busting their ass, the Dr. York and the Nuwabians, and I was banging on everybody, tearing their teachers up. Go, you ever heard of Dr. York? Well, I was banging on them, tearing their teachers up. And so Polite heard about me. He came around. Polite didn't even come to me. Polite sent his wife to me. Polite said, yo, go get this to, to that dude over there. And he would give a book to Aminette. Shout out to Aminette. And he'll tell you, Aminette comes to me and said, here, that's from Polite. And I said, polite, who's polite? And he said, oh, my husband, my husband. I said, okay, thank you. But I just put the book down and went back to do what I was doing. And so one day polite comes around and me and polite start talking and we started going in and having these discussions and stuff like that. And that's how me and brother polite met. I was banging hard on, on their teachers. <laughs> <laughs> but not only them, the nation of gods and earths too. I was a one man army out there. Mm. I was banging on the nation of gods and nerfs. I was banging on the Hebrew Israelites that you see there on the street, on the corner, because I knew that we was it, this was a sport. We was doing this with the knowledge and the information. It wasn't like I was banging on them because I was the baddest dude in the block and I was tough. It wasn't like that. I was banging on them, challenging their knowledge, challenging the information. That's what we was banging on. Did you and Polite become friends? Yes. Ultimately, me and Polite became friends. I started interviewing the brother. He started coming through. You know, I started meeting him at the uh, National Black Theater. Next thing you know, he'd come to my house. we sit down, and then we'd put something together and say, yo, you know what? Let's put together a debate. Let's me and you do something. And so I would get Polite to debate anybody, because the truth of the matter is, Polite is the best when it comes to debating. Nobody right now out there could mess with Brother Polite. Polite is the, the man when it comes to debating. Garfield don't want none of it. <laughs> Come on, man. No, but you know what? Garfield is not afraid of nobody. He'll get in the ring with nobody. See, when you look at our debates, the debates is just like when you look at Smack and you see two oppositions, right, and they going at it. They started eating, and I'm going to shout out to you, Smack. Shout out to you, Smack. 
I think you stole my joint, man, the weigh-in. <laughs> Smack, you know what I'm talking about. Smack stole my weigh-in, man. Oh, man. You know how they have the weigh-in? They've been doing weigh-ins for years. Cut it out. Brother, I've been doing weigh-ins before the battles. What are you talking about? They've been doing weigh-ins for boxing. So you stole it from the boxing. I'm not talking man. about. No, I'm not stole talking about. the white about... man, then. Oh, man, here you go. Shout out to Smack, though. Shout out to the white man. Yeah, shout out to Smack, Hold on. But no, they wasn't doing the weigh-ins when we was doing the weigh-ins, brother. You see? Don't you know that I even got Smack and Beasley one time? I said, yo, Smack, we want you to be the goddamn moderator for our debates. Yeah, Smack was the moderator for the, um... Polite, um, In the Rosenberg. He debated the Jew. And we said, yo, let's get Smack. We need Smack to be the moderator. How many people were there that it was? Oh, oh man. We'd be having wall to wall. We had the Kimmet on trial debate over 800 people in one room, one big room. Let me ask you a question. You going to be yes. honest? I, I'm going to say what you say. Are you going to be honest? Yes, I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be honest. We heard that Brother Polite was scamming the people. I heard that too. And can you please divulge, because I did research. And I know some uh, a lady that was that was cool with him well, out there in uh, L.A. wherever he was at or is. Um, shout out to my homegirl Vicky. Um, and she never divulged any information because I never asked. Um, but the reason why his name came up because I spoke to her recently and I saw she was cool with him. But I'm asking you now. First, I'm the first. I'm, the first question I'm asking you is that, what is he accused of scamming the people of? Um, he has been accused of scamming the people of a few things, like never sending out the books. He's been accused of scamming the people of um, never giving them the mentorship that they paid for. What he about been, the homes, bro? Car been, dominions. Yeah, he been he been accused of 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 home scamming of yes. How does that work? How did that? I have no idea, brother. No idea. <laughs> but yes, he had been accused of that. So people, these are accusations because we, we people have came out and said that they have, that he have, they have paid money, and they didn't. So what's the con? What was the premise of the conduct? Please explain that. that. Well, hold on, I, hold on. I don't know if you want. Well, to. I know. Um, sometimes they will say, if you give. Polite would say things like to them, they was coming back with the story saying, yo, I gave him 10000 and I posed to double my money. I ain't even double my money. This is what people saying to me. Like, yo, Saul, man, get him on the phone. And I would call him up. Yo, Brother Polite, I got somebody right here saying, you done took their money. You done scammed them for their money. And so Polite said, put him on the phone. And I put him on the phone. Next thing you know, the dude started backtracking. I don't know what the hell Polite was saying to the dude, but whenever people come to me, I call Polite immediately and say, yo, brother, you got to address this. People saying you taking this and you taking that. And so when I put Polite on the phone with them, I don't know what the hell happens, but next thing you know, the dude said, yeah, we cool, man, we good. Stuff like that. So nobody nobody doubles down? Nobody has stuck to, after speaking to him, has stuck to their reason to say that, yes, he did steal? When, when, from what I've heard, because I've never been on the phone conversation mm -hmm. with Brother Ankh, he says, when I get polite on the phone, people's conversation change. And you ask the best question of the night, what are they paying for? Nobody knows. Right. Nobody knows, bro. Nobody. Nobody. You hear somebody say they pay eight grand, ten grand, two grand, three grand. 
What are you paying for? We don't know. Lean that way a little bit. I want the camera to see your face. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I find that's a little relaxing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't know what they're paying for. But the, the, the point. No, they is, do though, know what they're paying for. They just don't, don't get what the hell they're paying for. So do you? Or something. Do you agree that that may be a scam, or you just feel like? I mean, if you don't get what you pay for, then hell yeah, it's a scam. Do you think Brother Polite is intentionally doing that? To keep it real, um, I don't I don't really know nothing about their business because I'm the house of consciousness. He is new covenant. I don't know what goes on with them, Respect. but I'm not going to hide nothing. I've heard the rumors. I've heard the people saying he's scamming, but I mean, I ain't got nothing to do with none of that. That's what I'm going to say. Who got caught red-handed scamming the people? In, in, in the conscious community. Who could we say scam the people? Well, in? they said Dr. Umar have scammed the people. They say Polite have scammed the people. I mean, so I never ain't scammed nobody. <laughs> I'm clean. I don't do none of that crazy shit. You know? But yeah, that's not a good I mean, look. We, it's we, not a good we, look. We did We did see, uh, I put it a, something in the community tab, and we did see people saying that you and Polite scammed people. Yeah, they always say that. I don't know how you scammed They said people. me and um, Umar Johnson, too. The reason why they say me and Polite is because I'm the one that brought Polite out. I'm the one that brought Umar, out, Umar Johnson out. I'm the one that bring these people out, and then what happened, they do some crazy stuff, so they blame me because he was on my platform. So that's why they say Sarnetta impolite, and then they say Umar impolite or Sarnetta. That's how they would put me in there. But you never, you you never charge people any money, and for what? I don't know. I'm asking you. I no, charge people money for what? I'm, saying. I'm asking. You, have you ever charged anybody money for something and they didn't get? What oh they hell paid no, for? nah. Nobody could. Nobody could tell you I stole or took anything from nobody, bro. Okay. Nothing. Ain't no money never came to me to give to Polite. None of that. Respect. None of that. Nobody could ever come up. <coughs> I challenge anybody out there to come up, come forward, and say, yes, Sarnetta <coughs> and Polite took my money. Anybody. Somebody says Sarnetta. They want me to ask you a question. Go ahead. Uh, uh, New York Conda TV. He said, Sarnetta, how can you allow Brother Polite to harbor your wife and niece? You no, know, harbor your wife, niece, and not come to her aid. But when you and Polite had issues, you went public with this information amongst other allegations. How can the people trust you? I'll repeat it again. How yeah, can you allow you. Brother Polite, I'd like to repeat it again for myself, to harbor your wife's niece and not come to her aid? What is that? What happened with your wife's niece? Um, I have no idea what they're talking about on that one. Really? Yeah, I don't. I have no idea with that. How can I allow somebody to harbor That's my wife, one. niece? Nah, I didn't allow anybody to harbor nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's a grown woman. She chose to go out there with polite. She chose to go around and be with him. That's what she chose. The mother, the daughter. I mean, I mean, I ain't got nothing to do with that at that point. Interesting. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to do with that, man. Respect. So mm-hmm. it was a choice that she made. Yeah, it's a choice that she and made. And what issue That's are they... That's a grown-ass re- lady. What issues are they referring to that you and Polite had? Well, they talk... Yeah, well, everybody know, because I went on live and me and Polite was banging. So, yeah, everybody know that. Me and Polite banging. So, um, me and him did an event together, and I felt that he was cheating me out of some of my money. And so what happened was... 
me and him going in, and, and it was all about that right there. It was all about that there. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. So, but you, that's common knowledge now. People know that because I went live before so, the world. Respect. So you know. You felt? Did you have any proof that he was cheating you out your money? Well, me and me and the brother, we took care of that. We took care of that. You know. Respect. Behind closed doors, me and him sat down and we went through it and we took care of our business behind closed doors. I would say that. So were you wrong or were you right? Uh, I was right. So you didn't shoot from the hip? Oh, no. No, I didn't shoot from the hip. <laughs> I was right. Me and him, we settled our beats, we settled our differences. Respect. And um, I'm all right. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with the brother. Respect. I just don't want to have to, you know, rehearse nothing that's old now that we already didn't dealt with. I, I understand. Salute. Yeah. I, I, pre- I appreciate that. Respect. Now, I see some videos online, too, of, of you and another brother that we had on our show, you know, uh, a couple years back. <laughs> you know, uh, Hassan Campbell. Yeah. What's up with you guys? Uh, what you want to know? What's going on? I see a lot of controversy uh, well, online. Well, I ain't got you, you no beef are, with him as of now. As of I'm now. Doing what but, I do. I'm the one that brought Hassan out. Nobody knew Hassan, who Hassan was. Mm. Did y'all know that? We didn't, we didn't know. Did no. you know that King, Queen's Foot? I know the story, but, but 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 at the same time, the story was that the thing with African Rimbada, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you set up a conference or something like that in Harlem, yes. Right. He came out there, and then he saw some of the members... Yeah, set up a press conference. Set up right. a press conference, and then he left because he saw somebody out there that, I don't know. No, he ain't leave at the press conference. He stayed there to the end. So when did he leave? He left. Um, You're talking about when Immortal Technique wanted to talk to him and have a conversation with him. Okay. So I called Hassan. I said, yo, man, Immortal Technique would like to have a conversation with you about the Africa Bambata situation. He really want to know... What's going on? So Hassan, you know, he's so goddamn paranoid for anybody. So he comes out there. Next thing you know, him and the Immortal Technique is having this conversation about Africa Bambata. Hassan says, yo, I got to go put money in the meter because my meter is running. Mm. I mean, my meter is done. So he says, this is what he say. As he's going to put money in the meter, he bumped into a member that was a Zulu Nation. Brother Tafik, shout out to Tafik. Mm-hmm. And so he bumps into Tafik and he thought that, oh shit, Tafik is here. I wonder who called Tafik. Tafik is always on 125th Street. <laughs> Tafik always, he worked right down the block at the National Black Theater. Tafik goes to the lectures that we do because he's selling his herbs and his products. So everybody goes on 125th Street, he automatically assumed that I called Tafik on 125th Street to come and kill him in front of in front of the world, broad daylight. This is what Hassan says. He goes back home, make a goddamn video before the world, telling everybody I tried to set him up and get him killed. Mm. That's what he did, bro. The man who helped him. Now, guess what? Mind you, while he's thinking that in his head, he didn't come right out after that. I ended up going to this nigga projects to continue to bring his story out. I went to I went to his projects, sat down with him and everything. Now, had he really thought I did that, why you ain't get me when I was over there in Bronx River? Right. Why you wait till I get all the way over here and just start making up all these claims? I think it was because he was trying to build off his platform. He was trying to build up his platform. 
and he needed me to do it because my name was big. So let me try to tear down Sarnetta. Everybody knows Sarnetta. And you playing games with the molesting, you know, that's a touchy subject. When you're talking about, I've been molested. And then you throw my name in there. Of course, all the women is going by you. They, they, they feel you. They, they feel sorry for you. Like, damn, that's bad, man. Why would he do that? Why would Sarnetta do that? I have never done that to nobody in my life. You will never see that on my record. Where I'm setting you up to get killed. For what? What the hell am I set Hassan up for? To get killed? I don't know you. I don't know him. You know? I don't know Tafik. The only one I knew was Africa Bambata. And that was because he was a legend out in the street. It ain't like me and Bambata ever went nowhere. We never broke bread together. We never ate together. None of that. I just knew him for knowing who Africa Bambata is. Right. That's it. How'd you feel when you first heard about the whole African Bambata, you know? Uh... Um, I remember when, um, what's my man's name? Oh, man. What's my man's name that's always on Vlad? The rapper. Lord Jamal. Lord Jamal. Mm -hmm. Lord, I'm in the Apollo. We in the Apollo. Lord Jamal comes over to me and said, yo, Saw, I know you heard about what happened to Africa Bambata. And I looked. I said, nah, I don't know nothing about that. So he's laughing like, what? You don't know what happened? You don't know what's going on with Africa Bambata? I said, nah, bro, what's up? Tell me. He said, yo, man. Yo, he got caught up into some shit about, you know, having sex with these little boys and these little teenagers. And I'm like, what? Are you serious? Next thing you know, I'm starting to hear more and more about it. Grand Poobah came over. It was Lord Jamal and Grand Poobah. They're like, yo, sorry, man. Yeah, that's what's going on right now. And so I'm like, okay. I ain't really think nothing else of it. I goes home. I would say about a week later, I get a phone call from Red Pill. You ever heard of Red Pill? I get a phone call from Red Pill, Doggy Diamonds. Yo, yo, Saul, we need to do a press conference. They, they always call me, yo, let's do this, let's do a press conference. We need to do a press conference. I said, for what? Where we could get at Bambada on the street. We need to do it live before the world and set up a press conference. Hassan is going to come. Um, Ronald Savage is going to come. Now, I don't know these dudes. I don't, mind you, I don't know no Hassan. I don't know Ron Savage. So that's why I'm still mad at Red Pill to this day for even introducing me to that bastard, to that nigga. To who? Hassan. Because oh. I wouldn't have even been involved in none of this stuff had they wouldn't have called me and telling me to do this. So I said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I said, I'll do it. I come out there, I put, I call everybody. I call everybody to come Star. on out. I call the team, huh? Star. Star. No, I ain't called Star. Star wasn't out there that day? Star was No, while. Star wasn't out there that day. Okay. So I'm calling everybody to come on out. We need to do this. Irritated Genie, Captain Tazariak, the Hebrews, the Moors, the Muslims. I'm calling everybody. We out there. Hassan is out there. And we just started having the press conference. You know, after the press conference is over, next thing you know, about within two weeks later, there's a video out where he's talking about, I tried to set him up to get him killed. And when he did that, that's when that's when we just lost we just lost it from there. Let me, me let me let me let me get at you real quick. First of all, you older than him? Yes. So you being older than him, knowing that this man went through something traumatic, 
knowing that he knows something about the 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 people that he's like brother Tafik and you know being of a certain stature you should understand especially coming for where you coming from uh dealing with mr uh, rest in peace Khalid and seeing certain things in your lifetime understand the paranoia understand how these things could affect the person and instead well I don't know what you did initially but I felt that you should have been a little more understanding like okay maybe you know him seeing him really spooked him out he had to get up out of there let me sit down and try to rectify it I'm not saying you did or you didn't I did watch a video recently where you did a you know, I went to your page and both of your pages and I saw um, you did like a two hour joint and you broke down the whole thing and I saw his joint and I listened, but I expected you, my opinion, to be a little more understanding. Like, yo, you know, because if I see somebody that tried to hurt me, I've been hurt before. So I see, not like that, it's about, so if I see somebody that did that, even the person that broke my jaw that I interviewed up here, that the tensions are a little like, man, what's going on here, man? You know, uh, you know, and I would expect somebody like shout out to my man Soul B or whomever if I'm yo or G Money whomever to understand like flip I understand man if I, if I get mad at them yeah. to let me get that pass because I don't know what's going on I don't know you he doesn't know you he doesn't know what's going on so I expect you like yo to sit down and have a conversation with him or try to you know what I mean but I don't know if that tried to happen but yeah I went back and forth I have brother many times private many man. times right. yes private. I even called him up and said, yo, brother, let's go sit down, me and you. I said, you tell me where to meet you at. Because I already knew he was paranoid by mm -hmm. saying I tried to kill you. Mm -hmm. So I said, brother, I'll come to you. Where can me and you meet up to have this conversation? One minute he'll say yes, the next minute he comes up, nah, brother, I ain't sitting down with nobody. I have tried it. And so he would constantly make video after video after video. I've never said nothing, Flip. Never said nothing. I'm still sitting back like, damn, this dude's still throwing me under the bus. If you was to go on his channel, you'll see he got like damn near 50 damn videos of me, you know? So enough got to be enough at some time. Agreed. That's what started making me say, you know what? Let me do research on this nigga. Let me really find out. And so that was the worst thing that, that he has ever done was to get me into battle mode. Because when I get into battle mode, nothing can stop me. I don't give a damn how big you think you are how tough you think you are, nigga, I'm going to be just as tough as you. Okay. And I'm going to expose you. And that's what I did. And when, within my research, I found out that you was a willful participant in you giving up your ass. Uh, whoa, whoa, slow down. Slow I know down. you don't want to hear but you bringing it out slow of down. me. No, 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 slow down. All right, let me slow down. Let me let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. You got YouTube algorithms and oh, stuff like that. Right, my so bad. That, that's what I'm Can you cut that? You can cut no, it? No, I ain't going to cut it. Okay. But, 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 but you was a willful participant in giving up your body. Allegedly. I'm not going to say allegedly. How you, how you, did you Sue speak, me. Did you, did you speak to African men by themselves? No, I didn't. So you, it's alleged. No, it's not alleged. It's alleged because let the, me party, tell you why. the party Let me tell you why it's not. Let me deny. tell you why it's not alleged. Because all you got to do, Queens Flip, is listen to his own stories. Y'all don't have your own stories. No, listen. Remember 2013, April the 1st, 2013. Hassan was given a picture. Bambada got stabbed. Yes. 2013. How old was Hassan? I don't know. He was 36 years old. He wasn't a little boy. How in the hell, Hassan, 
you are out there looking for a little boy to kill because he wanted to defend his manhood for stabbing Bambada up 2013, April the 1st. He received the picture from Africa Bambada. He told you himself. That's he true. went out looking for the kid. He went out looking for the little boy. Nobody know where he's at now. Where he's at? Nobody knows. The boy ain't come out and speaking for himself. Hassan was 36 years old. He wasn't no little kid. Do he get a pass for looking for a 36-year-old man looking for a little boy who was awakened by Bambada giving him oral sex? Stockholm Syndrome is a condition which causes hostages to develop a psychological alliance with their captors during captivity. <laughs> I repeat, Stockholm Syndrome is a condition which causes hostage Brother, to see, develop he, he a psychological alliance. He didn't catch me nothing. Go ahead, watch. With their captors during captivity. He didn't catch me anything because I don't agree with him neither. I got it Well, let me well. tell you what I mean I when I say he captured. He I, caught you. Let me tell you how. Did you watch the interview Do with you him? know what Stockholm Syndrome is? He ain't never been kidnapped. He ain't never been taken away from his home and held hostage. But he'd been around him every day. Brother, he, he wanted to be around him. He wanted fame. He told you that. Okay. He wanted fame. He wasn't held against his will. But he was tricked. Nah, man, listen, brother. A lot of people was tricked. No, 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 listen, listen, brother. But wasn't, he, Hulk Hogan? At, wasn't, was he, wasn't he at the debate? Was he was at my debate, man. He was at my debate with the Hebrews on trial, doing security for Africa Bambada. That was when? 2000 what? 15. February. 2015. He uh, got on the Africa band by the suit and everything. Grown man. Mm -mm -mm. What I'm saying is this. You're saying exposing him. These are all alleged acts. Not, I'm not, not going to say alleged. Not having. Not because he admitted what, it. What band body he did also him. admitted to touching children. He also admitted to mm. sticking heavy penis yo, into... Yo, yo, whoa, no, whoa, I didn't whoa, use the word. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Penis is in the book, brother. That's in the book. That's not a curse word. I'm saying it nice. He himself but, said okay. he want to stick heavy penis in 12-year-old little kids. He himself said that. Mm. These is on video. You can hear him saying it himself. How come he gets a pass, he don't brother? Get a, nobody gets a pass for nobody. shenanigans like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He doesn't get a pass, but... But let me finish this story right quick, real quick. 2013, April the 1st. He's the first one to go to Africa Bambada in the hospital. What are you going to the hospital for, brother? Why is you worrying about that? You should have been the one to do what that little kid did. Why are you running to the hospital? Stockholm Syndrome. Let That's me... not Stockholm Syndrome. Let me, let me say something to you. Uh, because, let me tell you, one more thing, and I'm going to let you go, Flip. My bad. That's okay, brother. Show me any doctor's report where he'd been diagnosed with Stockholm Syndrome. He made that word up himself. He said he was walking down and he and and he came across a word. Oh, oh yeah, Stockholm Syndrome. That's what I got, Stockholm Syndrome. Show me some documentation where the doctors diagnosed you with Stockholm Syndrome. You would never find it. Let me say something to you real quick, Zanetta. You brought up the fact about the 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 twelve year old. That comment that he said, yes. Mm -hmm. I could have sworn he said, what if I did that? No, not, he didn't say that. I want to do that. No, he did not I say did that. It. No, he did not say that. He said, I did it? No, no, what I'm saying then is. Then he said, what if I did that? What if that was your. No, he did not say what if. So he didn't use the words what nah, if. No, you probably, no, he did not. Okay. Okay, mm -hmm. I, I could have sworn he said, if you had a daughter, what if I did that to your 12-year-old daughter? I didn't hear him say he wanted to do that to anybody. He got children himself, of his own. But I did hear him say, as far as that, even him 
And I think a lot of people, I don't know, I have to speak to him, but he did say before about him being, um, him being a part of some doing, I don't want to misquote his words. What did he say exactly? I don't want to because it sounds crazy, bro. But he said it though. He said, "I know what you're talking about." He said, "Sir, it sounds crazy." No, no, it sounds crazy. I'm not, that's my man. I'm not gonna laugh at him. He sounds crazy, but he did say state. He did state the fact that he wasn't taught right, and he also divulged something pertaining to children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Full well mildly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. For, I have to be. The algorithm is crazy. I, I, I'm I not taking no chances. Yeah. Yeah. With, with YouTube, I'm not taking no chances where they put together words. Right. Like, I That's can't, right. I can't I agree. take any chance. The algorithm is crazy. That's why I'm saying it. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, we, right. We've had that guy talk about the whole Dr. York situation. Our channel went down. Yeah, yeah. Remember him with the glasses? What's his name again? I forgot Tariq, his name. Tariq Noel. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we had him going to details, but I did hear, I did hear a song Campbell say one time, like, you know, he didn't know any better or something like that. It, when you go through things like that, it can cause you to want to hurt others as well. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard him say. Um, I can't, I can't confirm or deny it, but he said it. You know what I mean? In a video, is that what you, you hear the same video I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. And so you did research on him, and you said that he willingly participated in sexual acts with African Bambada. Yeah, he said that um he willfully snuck out of the house because he wanted to go up there with his homeboys. And um, he said, as soon as they open up the door, they greet you with Vaseline, shake your hands, and as soon as you go in, it smells like booty. It smells like butt. So the question is, why would you go in? Why is you going in the house? Dude, you 15, you 16, you said. Oh, All of this started man. at, I remember when you asked him, Queen Flip, you asked him, um, how long? I, no, you asked him. <laughs> you was asking him, how long was this going on? Right. And he said, well, three to two to three years, something like that. So when you add it up, he was 15. And then you said, well, how long did it go on? He said, three years, 15, 16, 17, you 18, brother. Come on, man. Yeah. I was in the street, and I'm quite sure my son had two girlfriends at the age of goddamn 13. Mm-hmm. I, I think you. he mentioned too something about you know just at the time how big African Bambada was and them wanting to just be around and because you know like the whole hype and I don't you know I'm, what I'm saying I'm so not I'm, here. I'm not saying that that's the reason mm-hmm. why you should let it go on but I'm just saying like you know that that was his kind of I guess young and just wanted to be around and he kind of went with the flow just for the hype you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying I understand I get it because I I do at 15 like you said your son at 13 had a couple of girlfriends so mm-hmm. I get it you know what I'm saying 13 14. You start mm-hmm. to get that mindset. You're going to high school. You start to see the girls, and you start to really get in that mood. So, you should know. You know, you you know, you know it's right for wrong. You know what I mean? Like you, you, I'm pretty sure he can. He could have found a way to get out of the situation, or you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel the same way he feel you know about me. That dude ain't got no love for me. He brought my name up in this situation right here. Queens, you ain't say yo, yo, chill, chill, chill. You ain't tell that dude to chill. He was dragging my name, and he ain't had no proof, no evidence, no nothing. What he said about you again? Um, he was saying things like I tried to get him set up, I tried to get him murdered, I tried to get him assassinated, from, I tried to get him killed. That's different from saying what you saying. Him, he had, he, 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 he 
in my opinion, it's different, but it's just I can't tell you how to react. Mm-hmm. Like, just because I step on your shoes. Yeah, I waited for a long time. He really tried to tip. He tried to tear my platform down, brother. I understand. Brother. I understand. But what I'm saying is that you tried to stop me from feeding my family. He talked about my wife. He talked about my daughter. Yeah. He talked about my wife having oh. cancer. I hope that B have cancer. And wow. I'm sitting back like, damn, bro. For real? Yeah. You talked about my daughter. Get your daughter. And I put my daughter up. And my daughter is more beautiful. And I said, brother, I would never do that, brother. I would yeah. never put my daughter up against your daughter. If he did that, that's wrong. Yeah, he, he the, the video's still up. I'll go watch it. I'll go mm-hmm. watch it. The thing is, though, I met him. But you know what's real crazy? His wife, and he probably beat her up. His wife said live to me. She said, I told her son, because I called him. I said, bruh, is we ever going to get this right? His wife is on the line. And she said, son, I told him he shouldn't have never said that. And I was like, wow. That's what I'm talking about. Why you guys, why you guys throw shots at He probably beat him up. Beat up. Stop it. Stop, bro. You throwing shots. You saying things. Throwing shots. Well, Stop. We okay. don't know if you, you sue me. Y'all be talking too much. Y'all talk too crazy, man. <laughs> Y'all be forgetting that this is the, this well, I mean, is the man's he, he, world. He was, he was quiet for a long time, he said. He was, but you don't know if he yeah, beat was, his wife up. It was a heavy allegation. Stop, bro. Hey. <laughs> you know he beat his wife. You don't know that. Allegedly. No, but I know he was really, he was violent towards her. Telling her to shut up live on camera when they be arguing. Shut up, you crackhead. Shut the hell up. All kind of stuff. I never the saw video. a video like that. Brother, everybody, quit. You, you're not in this. That's why oh, then everybody knows okay, this, bro. I, I ain't know that. I'm, yeah. I, I ain't know. If, if mm-hmm. he did that, that's wrong as well. But I'm not mm-hmm. saying he did that. I'm saying he probably did. I don't know. So, so question. You don't, you don't have no, um, you don't have no reason why or, or idea why he would keep going at you if you're being so quiet and you, you taking all this stuff in. Yes, and not the reason like, is because you want subscribers. You're trying to blow up. You're trying to tear somebody down and bring yourself you're up. You're going for the clout. Yeah, that's what you was doing. You was doing it for the clout. And so now you got what you got, and so now you want to stop talking now. You want to relax now. You want to say, oh, man, I'm, I'm a big YouTuber now, and I don't want to get taken away from my family. Mm. You know, that's what you're doing now. But then you called, it said you called police on them. See, that's they, another slanderous they, they, thing. I said they said. Uh, no, he said. Oh, he said you called police. Yeah, no. that's not only he, police, the FBI. I called the SWAT team, the SWAT house. I did all of that. This is what he's saying. But did you see the video that they went to his house? Yes, the police went to yeah. his house. Mm-hmm. And but it, it's it's pranks. It's, there's pranks out there where people do pranks. It's called swatting. Swatting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, they did it to Tariq Nasheed. Yeah, I know Tariq Nasheed. Yeah, they did it to him. So, but why out of the blue, Sonetta did it? Where's your proof? Where's your evidence? Why would you come out doing that? Why is you still trying to tear my name down, tear me down? Mm-mm-mm. That's what I'm talking about. But you know All what, these allegations, man. Sonetta did it. Mm-mm. And do you know how many people don't like this, brother? Do you know? Mm-hmm. Can you just take a guess? I mean, it doesn't matter who likes but who. No, it like do, me. because when you create so many enemies, you don't never know. you don't know where it's coming from now. So everybody is banging on you, making videos, and he thinks Sarnetta is behind everybody on YouTube going at him. He's just a man, and I'm not taking up for him. It sounds like it, but I'm speaking from a different perspective. I feel like it doesn't matter who likes him or who don't. I think it matters about you two 
Because you had to feel something, not saying, you know, in order to want to bring him out and tell him, tell his story. You had to mm-hmm. sit, feel some sort of empathy for mm-hmm. him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm still, you know, that's why, that's how I feel. But what I would say is that hopefully we get you two brothers to sit down and talk. You know what I mean, hopefully I can come together and figure something out. You know what I mean? I try to mind my business. Hopefully we get an interrogation room going or, or, or something. You know what I mean? And, 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 um, you know, my thing is that, you know, as 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 men of the culture, I, I I can't speak because, you know, we did nigga shit up here. But at the same time, it's you know, I feel like an interrogation. I want everybody to eat. That's mm-hmm. that's how I look at mm-hmm. it, man. And an interrogation room. I don't know if you ever saw that on my platform before, but it's where two people sit in, in in the room and the table is turned sideways and and have a conversation. I think that um, I think that it'll be dope. I think that to have a conversation and 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 course it may get heated but you know i don't think that as far as i think everybody knows not to take it a certain way a certain direction you know what i'm saying especially in, in, the, in the place of business i think it's better to do business with me than against me yeah, there was a time in my um, opinion queen's flip where i thought that we had finally broken through where we will move forward and we begin mm-hmm. to work things out mm-hmm. i would say during the summertime mm-hmm. this summer that just passed I wakes up, he gives me a call on my phone. No, I see the text message. And I'm looking, I'm like, Hassan, what the hell is you texting me for? So he said, yo, man, um, the police just came to my house, Sonetta. Yo, I need you to do me a favor. Now, this is in the summertime. Check this out. So I'm looking at it. Now, I haven't spoken to this dude. Not, I haven't disrespected him in like damn near over like six or seven months. Mm. Left him alone. Summertime, he hits me up. I wake up. I look at my phone. Hassan. Oh, yo, Sonetta, the police came to my house. Can you please do me a favor, bro? I need you to do me a favor. I look at it. So I said, all right, let me call him. I calls him. Yo, Hassan, what's going on, man? Talk to me, man. I'm thinking we have thinking everything got cool now because through the months that we passed. Yo, son, man, I need you. I would love for you to make a video. Let the people know what happened to me, man. The police came to my house, showed up, I need you to do a video so you could let it out to the public and let the people know from your audience. I said, all right, no problem, Hassan, I'll do that. That's what you want, you want me to do that? He sends me a video, showed me the police coming to his house. He's talking out the window. If I'm lying there, tell you I'm lying. The people know I did it already. I make the video. The next damn day, Hassan gets up, make a video, banging on me brother calling me a snake telling me yeah that nigga there he tried to kill me one time on a hunt one and i'm looking i'm like whoa dude are you serious i just immediately had to take it down and ever since then i just said i'm done with it i can't i can't deal with this dude would you do an interrogation room with him if we could set it up properly i'm not i'm not here to play with him what does that mean he might get hurt I'm not here to play with him. So you think that he I'm not may, playing with him because you think I don't that, trust him. You th- okay, so you think that he may come yeah, he's sick. aggressively. He's a sick dude. I don't care if he do get aggressive. I'm not I'm not afraid of him. I'm more afraid of myself oh. of what I might do. I'm not a fighter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I but I know that. what I might do. Because mm-hmm. when I go there, in my mind, it's hard to like Reverse bring that. me down. It's mm-hmm. hard to make me say, you know what? Chill. Uh, you know, so I you don't chill. You, you don't think My that he pride. you don't think that he'll be able to control his, his himself in a conversation because things no, would be said. Because when he talk up, I'm gonna have to talk up. 
when he get loud, I'm gonna have to get loud. And you just feel like it's and I'm not gonna let him respect. punk me. Okay. Especially in front of no cameras if the cameras is rolling. I respect that. Never that. I definitely respect. I definitely respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, safety is first. Right. Comfortability is first. You know, I can't tell a man how to feel. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if a person wouldn't feel comfortable. So many times he said he he want to f- do something to me. So, you know, I never yeah. threatened him. Yeah, but I never, I, I didn't hear that. You may have seen me on a video one time. Where, let me tell you what I mean. Where I almost went there. You ain't never seen me on a video with the. With the I, I saw the video with the, with the joint. That's what I'm talking about. And I'm looking and I'm sitting in my car. You, you saw it? Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, like, what the hell am I doing? That's how I almost went there with that. Like, what the hell am I doing? Let me get the hell out of here. And I tried to delete the video, mm. but he takes the video and put it up. Mm. Is that snitching? How come the police ain't come to your house, Sarnetta? You got a gun, Sarnetta. What is you doing? That's snitching. I tried my best to take it down right away. As soon as I put it up, I'm on there, and, I'm, and I got the joint right here, and I'm looking at it. And um, I'm like, man, let me get this video down. What the hell am I doing? My family upstairs, my wife, my children up there. Am I going to allow him to take me away from my family behind some YouTube stuff? Right. And that's when I said, let me just leave him alone. And that's the time I, I stopped. I stopped messing with him. Mm-hmm. But then I wake up and I seen a message. I'm like, oh, okay, the dude calling me back now. He want me to come back now. Mm-hmm. All right, what's up, Hassan? I'm really thinking he's serious. Come to find out he wasn't. He was just playing games. I mean, it, it sounds crazy, man. You know, this, this story can go, it, it, it's two ways I see it. It's one way, you know, um, something's really wrong with him, and, mm-hmm. and, and you're really being honest to us and, and telling us, like, you, All you got to do is look at be, my history. You, you, know, you won't find I mean, that I, nowhere. I know, I'm not saying, I, I, don't, I don't believe you. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's two ways to, to, to yeah. flip the coin. It's either that way, or it's, or it's either you you holding back the information, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and you, you throw, you're throwing some sneak jabs, jabs at him somewhere to social media or sending the kite over, I don't know. And then he's coming back, <laughs> I don't know. It's too you said sending the kite over, ki- I, I don't know. I don't get it, I don't get what you're saying. Like, I was throwing sneaks, I don't No, I'm it. saying, all right, I'm saying it's either two ways the story is going with, as far mm-hmm. as his his responses, his reactions. Either you're you're being an honorable guy as you said you are, which I'm not saying that you, you're lying, mm-hmm. and he's just, something's wrong with him, and he just keep throwing jabs at you. Or, yeah. or you're sneak jabbing him no, what we, what, we, what we don't know, and he's no. responding. What we nah, know, because we, we too it. busy in our community doing the work, doing what we do. Right, right. That's having our discussions, doing what we do, having our debates. I don't, I don't bother that dude. You got time for him, right? I ain't got no time for him. <laughs> I don't make no no videos about him. I don't even talk about him. Mm. And the only reason why I'm talking about him and bringing him up because y'all asked me the question. No, nah, of course. Until then. Yes, nah, we yeah. wasn't saying nothing about him, but you can That's still fine. hear him take jabs and oh yeah, them them house of consciousness niggas and them conscious dudes and this and that. I just feel know. like I just feel like you know you know I met you and, and knowing him, you know, I, mm. we all we all want the best, but <laughs> we can't force the best, you right? Know what I'm saying? And I, right. I, I I leave it at that. Well, the best thing for us to do is just go our separate ways. Really, neither one of us want to go to jail. Mm. That's real. For real, I don't really believe. Neither one of us want no smoke. But like the thing, I don't want no smoke. The, the, I want to go on with my is, life and do what I got to do. But right. when you're saying, I'm going to kill you, I'm going to stab you, now you got to be wary of thing, that. The, you the, can't take threats like that lightly. But the family involved. You know? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. But the thing is, like, when we, I really want to do the event. 
and I will want him there. No, I, I think that it would be crazy, but you know I hear what he's saying. But too. I hear what he's saying. But I have to. I will have to go with the he person know, he, he know who himself. I threw the who I came up with it first. But I will want him there. But I'm not gonna yeah. just yo Hassan. That's, that's nah, corny. Nah, they have to sit down. They have to talk. They have to. You know what I'm saying? But I would want him there because I'm pretty sure he has knowledge of the. I really want to do. See, I, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't blow smoke out of thin air. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting my man King Ernie there. Um, yes, no, or indifferent. The man, anybody who don't like it don't need to come. Mm. You know I mean, well, King you know, Erna, I, my man. Yeah, I mess I rock, with King Erna. I rock with King Erna. Yeah, but what too. I'm saying is that you know, I would love to have a song there, like you know, nah, but that, that'll be that'll be classic. And, and, yeah. and at the same time, you know, what I'm saying like we not, I'm not, I'm not. No disrespect to the older guy, I'm not old man. Like the times has changed, man. Like where I, would you have it at? We have a private, a, a private place, mm. a place where only the people. That's what I'm saying, like. Only the people would know about it. Like anybody else, people are allowed to bring a plus one or either if somebody, if, if everybody agreed as a part of it, like, yo, I can bring a plus one or this is what I'm bringing or whatever. Or people would say, like, you know what? I think that we should have no plus ones. Just strictly the, you know the, strictly the guests. The guests. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Nah, that's good. Yeah, come on. Well, you know, I mean, I, I mean, if he want to come and he'll he'll make a promise to you, like, yo, brother, we cool. I mean, he, he, yo, ain't, gonna cool. Do, he ain't gonna. I, I'll say the same thing to you, brother. I'm cool. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even beef with him at all because I know I could do that. I See, mean, it's up to him to try to come in front. I don't feel like he'll disrespect me, me personally. Yeah. He came to my studio before, right? Uh, he twice, me, he, huh? Twice, twice. He showed me what he had. We took outside. I told him I didn't care. He know my energy. I know his energy. He called me before about something with with a battle rapper T Top. I made the arrangement. He spoke the good. So we have respect for each other. Mm -hmm. He has shown me that he's honorable. And even when he speaks on, on on the camera, and he don't agree with something, he never disrespects me. I can say that he never disrespects. Mm -hmm. That's what the love I have for him. Right. But I really want to throw this Malcolm X joint. I don't care if King Erna Hassan don't like each other. I don't care about you. I don't care about that. I want us to come together. Because after this right here, I'm gonna do a video uploading on my channel. I'm gonna mm -hmm. stand with you out there. Him too. I really want to do it. That's what I'm asking y'all. Don't say yeah, and brother, no, I'm that, all you, in. You, you, I'm, I'm telling you right now, man. Don't, he's doing that little yeah. Jamaican smile. Like, yeah, you know I'm in. I'm Jamaican too, man. Don't say yeah. Y'all really think it's bull crap. You know what I'm, if you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. don't say yeah, yeah. I got you, flip. Yeah, we gonna do it. Nah, say no. I'm not interested in that. And right, right. I get some younger guys to do. it. I really want to do it. Said it. Oh. I want to get a private location. I already spoke. I, I, I'm going to speak to Smack. I want to get a private, Set neutral location. You going to speak to Smack? <laughs> no, I'm going to speak to Smack because there's a location that they okay. do the volume series mm -hmm. at that nobody knows. I know where it's at, but I want to speak to them and get the Yeah, that would be fire, man. You know what I mm -hmm. mean? Everybody sit down. I don't know how we should do it. You know what I mean? I feel like if we do it publicly, it will cause Too much a lot of at time. Like, like heckling and, mm -hmm. and, and different stuff. That's how I feel. I'm not ready for that. I, don't, I never threw a public event like that. I did years ago. When we had like 500 people, you know what I mean? But that's when we was young. I never do it. I, I mm. feel like it should be exclusive for certain people. Whether it's a panel of 10, whether it's a panel. We have a moderator. We have people sitting down talking, just talking about it and getting to the bottom of this. And I would want Hassan there. I'm just being mm -hmm. honest with you. But if if you say, your flip, I don't feel comfortable, I would have to go with you because I asked you first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's just me. But I would want him there because I know that he has knowledge of certain things and you know what I mean? I would want King Erner there. I would want these people there without any sort of... And, and I would want people to say, yo, Flip, this is what would make me feel safe. This is what would make me feel safe. So are we are we having... Some, like, I don't want no problems. 
That's not the point of it. The point is to show that white people all the time put things aside to sit together. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. They don't like each other, but they sit together. Why we can't do it? You know what I mean? And I don't really know the knowledge, but I feel like I'm willing to put money up to rent a place. I'm willing to put, yo, what, what we got to do? You know what I'm saying? We getting security just for in case somebody gets a little bit too, like, what do we have to do? Are we able to just We should be to able me? to go in there like men and do this like men, man, and, yeah. and drop the knowledge. That's it. And leave mm-hmm. off the BS, man. Leave that out the way. We here for one purpose, and that's to educate the hearts and minds of our people. That's it. All the other stuff, save that, man. Wait till you get back to your podcast and then go ahead and talk your smack. But over here, when we doing this, we doing this for the future for our people, man. Said it. That's talk, it. Talk. Said it. I'm, I'm, I'll do it. I want to do it. I'm, you know, come on, man. Said it. Get her son. Bring him. Look, he took the hat off, too. He come up. Let's go. <laughs> you Get can black, bring huh? him, man. Huh? Fam, you can bring him. I don't, I'm good. You sure? Said it. But listen, I'm no, saying no, no, it live no, on no, the no. air. I don't want son to be like, yo, you sent me. That's my man. I, I don't know. Just I, let I, him know, son. Not a comment. I would never. No, he gonna see this. I'm gonna put this. Oh yeah, first. there you go. I will first. be here. You know, you know how I work. I'm gonna put this come out yeah, first. Man. Man. He gonna probably think he trying to set him up again. Yeah, but nah, but, but come on, man. <laughs> no, it's gonna be. Listen, listen, listen. Hold up. Because ain't nobody I, coming I, here to. I respect this brother. That's what I'm saying. I respect Queens Flip and you, my brother. You know what I'm saying? If Queens Flip is trying to do something where he get all of us together then that could be the beginning of something moving forward. Mm. Who knows? When we leave here, things could be different. You know what I'm saying? We might end up talking and hashing it out and saying, yo, you know, because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. He's going to blame me and I'm going to blame him. Like when we was on the phone, I said, brother, it was both of us. That's what I'm telling him. But he want me to keep saying it was my fault. It was my fault. (laughs) No, I said, brother, I'll take the fall for what I did. Me and responded. Flip the script would be there. It's gonna be a flip the script and be there. I, all I want to know is how everybody could eat on their channel. That's all I want to know. Exactly. There you go. That's you that's go. that's me. How how can we all eat on our channel? I, I don't monetize. Yeah 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 yeah. I ain't talking about you. Okay. I'm talking about the big channel. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying I want everybody to eat. Yo, are we doing the parts? You know, cause that's that's part one go on my channel, part two go on my channel, part three. Like how are we doing it? How can we eat? Or I chairman. think that's dope, brother. What you got in mind? I'm saying though. because I'm gonna, I'm gonna hire an audio team. I'm gonna hire a camera team. I'm gonna do it the right way. That's how I do it. You know, with the help of my man Ebox, shout out to him because he does great research, mm-hmm. and that's how I do it, man. I, and I really want to do this. You know what I'm saying? Because we, mm-hmm. cause the time is winding down, so we are gonna give you the last word. Yeah. But I really want to do this. But I want Hassan to be there. I want King Ern to be there. When we get off of here, we are gonna go out there in the hallway. I'm gonna make that announcement. I'm gonna upload it. Yeah, on Yeah, I damn sure want King Ern to be there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I want everybody to be there to talk about Malcolm X. He said he got some people. I want mm-hmm. evidence. I want papers. I want stuff to sit down and talk about. Let's it go in. Right. You know what I mean? And maybe if we do it right, proper production, this could be honor- the first one. This could be the first one of the gathering. Exactly. You know? And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Not, not, not rest in peace. Louis Farrakhan. Because he be watching. Mm-hmm. Louis mm-hmm. Farrakhan shouted out Loaded Lux. Louis Farrakhan watched. But when was that? That was a while ago, right? 2016. Yeah, I remember that. You know what I'm saying? So he yeah. watches, and then I heard something like, yo, you know, he, he you know, Flip, you got to be careful what you say up there. I, I said, yeah, I didn't know they was that powerful. You know what I mean? Still. You know, I said mm-hmm. that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But at the same time, maybe even like, all right, we get some... I really want to do it. He might, he might pull up us. You know what I mean? You never know. I want to <laughs> do it. I don't want a crowd there. I want to do secret. I'm not playing. This is going to be like, see, because I'm going to know. If anybody do any funny stuff, I'm going to really feel away. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> I, I think it's better. And it's not saying I'm a tough guy. I just think it's better to do business with me than against me. 
You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. how I feel. Cause I, I, believe, I believe everybody should eat. So once we come up with the proper, like, all right, Queen Flip, you get that. Or, you know, we come up with the proper discussion, we get to go, get it going. Any last words from the both of you? Yeah, any final words? Hey, thanks for having me here, man. Well, it's not me, Sarnetta. I'm just a yeah. It was you too, brother? brother. You told yeah, we want to say thank you, Queen. I learned a lot about you guys, on. man. I yeah. mean, I've I've known your channel for a while. I didn't know it was actually you. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. the crazy guy in the videos, man. <laughs> crazy guy. <laughs> yeah, thank G-Money. you, my brother, for um, you know, bringing me here, man. I think this could be the beginning of of a whole new movement, and you're about to start something new when you're bringing all the brothers together, because it can always be a different topic you want to discuss. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You could come in and bring a different topic, man. So I think, yes, I'm I'm all in. Let, I'm all in. Uh, and remember, you December the 15th, y'all, December the 15th, we going in, we're going to have our debate, um, the vaccine debate, Amarok Squad versus the uh, the doctors and the scholars and the professors. All right? Peace, my brother. Thank Peace. you. Give me social media, too, as well. Oh, uh, yeah, you can go and check us out on Sarnetta TV, Black News 102, Sarnetta Studios. Dagger Squad, I'm on every morning, Monday to Friday, morning, morning show. Mm-hmm. Dagger Squad. What's the Instagram? Instagram is Brother Garfield Reed. Twitter is Brother Garfield. Instagram Sarnetta? Yes, Instagram Sarnetta. Okay. That's where you catch all the pictures at, where you see them bowing down and all that. <laughs> Catch it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know we signing out, man. Shout out to Tammy in the building one time. You know what I mean? One time for the one time. One time for the one time. Round of applause, Tammy in the building. Sister slash assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sister slash assistant. You didn't know how I came in initially? That, that was a joke. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> I was dead tight. Like, yo, what you doing with this girl? Yo, you had some classic thing. stuff here, man. You had some classic debate. I mean, not debates, but lectures, brother. Thank you, brother. I love the um, Gangster Lou. Thank you, brother. And you know what's crazy? I never met him. And I'm from Harlem. Mm-hmm. I'm a Harlemite. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we, we just try to do our best to do I lived do. up there with AZ. I know AZ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was on 150th in St. Nick. That's where I'm from, over there. Here, but I man. never Good. met Gangsta <laughs> Lou because I was always going downtown. They was uptown. So, yeah, I, I like I like that, that interview right Thank there. You, that brother. was fire, brother. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Man, we signing out, man. On Instagram at DJG Money One Five Six at Queens Flip with a Z at Flip the Script Pod. You know what I'm saying? This episode is is, is sponsored by no one today. All right, <laughs> just for you, Flip. Next time, though, might be a little different. So get ready. It's Queens Flip. You are on TV. TV. Um, dope episode. You know. Uh, yeah. You know, this is one of those episodes. But you know, I believe in peace, positivity, man. You know. And who am I to talk? But the ones that be in the shenanigans are the best ones to teach the kids not to, 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 to that we able to change. And on that note, I'm going to try my best to work on something great. But, you know, stay tuned. Queens Flip, Flip the Script Pod, DJG Money 156, Instagrams. Uh, lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds. And if you see a nigga like Sonetta on your lawn, you don't need a firearm. That's right. Let him in. He don't mean no harm. But if you see Garfield on your lawn, <laughs> you don't need a firearm. There you go. But ring the alarm because he, he means harm. I'm ring the alarm. <laughs>